0: Blog Talk Radio.
1: And the Miami Hurricanes shall rise as well after the stunning news this weekend that they will be without their two best defensive players, Alquimee Muhammad and Jermaine Grace, for the entire 2016 season, which begins Saturday night at Hard Rock Stadium against Florida A&M. Tonight on a new edition of Canes Sport Live, we will explore what must happen for the Canes to overcome the losses of Muhammad and Grace and put together a respectable first season under new coach Mark Rick.
0: I must stay conscious.
1: Again, everybody, I'm Gary Furman, the publisher of CaneSport.com, and it's opening week as we once again welcome you to the fastest two hours in hurricane sports. Whoever imagined that we would have as much to talk about tonight as we do? And as always, this is your show, and it'll be driven by your participation. The call-in number is 646-595-2048. That's 646 595 two zero four eight. We have a hundred open phone lines, plenty of room for everybody to call in and participate. Once again, you know the drill. If you want to come on the show, you hit the number one on your keypad. That'll send us a prompt and we will bring you on in the order that you select to speak on the show. Let me begin tonight with my take on the events of this past weekend. The truth was an elusive being throughout the entire exotic car ordeal. The players' stories that relatives paid for the cars seemed a little far fetched, let's be honest. Miami had no way to know what the truth was, and with the season approaching, it couldn't wait any longer to make a decision. Outside Council, whose specialty is NCAA issues, we believe advised their university counterparts that the university could not afford to mess around with this thing. There was no concrete, definitive way for Miami to say these players did not commit an NCAA violation. And with probation still in force, the last thing that the university athletic department needed was the NCAA coming in to investigate itself. So they did a thorough investigation, all documented, for the ncaa they enlisted outside counsel as advisors and they decided that the only course of action that was right for the university was to suspend al-kwadeen muhammad and jermaine grace um obviously these terminations came as a surprise to coach mark rick uh muhammad and grace were running first team all throughout the spring summer uh and through fall camp there was Always the expectation that they would have to miss a couple games and then would be with the Hurricanes through the heart of the 2016 schedule. Obviously now, that's not the case. So what does it mean? Well, the biggest adjustment, believe it or not, is going to be for defensive coordinator Manny Diaz, who now is going to have to totally, well, maybe not totally, that might be a stretch, but he is going to have to significantly rethink some of the schemes that he was planning on incorporating this year with Jermaine Grace. And um, Jermaine Grace is is not an All-American football player, not even picked preseason All-Conference or anything like that. But what he does have is incredible speed for a guy playing that position, and that allows him to cover a lot of ground. And, and, And it would have given Manny Diaz some different flexibility on things, um, particularly in passing situations that he now will not have with the other guys um, in that slot. So he's going to have to get creative. He's going to have to look at his personnel, see how he can use different guys in different roles. He's going to have to be cognizant of the lack of depth on this football team. You can't expect true freshmen like Shaq Quarterman, Zach McLeod, and Mike Pinckney to go 70 snaps, for example, in a ball game. He's going to have to be aware of that. And uh, suddenly there's a lot on Manny Diaz's plate right now with the season coming up here in four days. And uh, you could feel a little bit for Manny, you know, you plan the whole, the whole year to, to do things a certain way. And the rug gets pulled out from under you a week before the season starts, but uh, he's a veteran coach and I'm sure he's going to find some way to attack this thing. Uh, But obviously as fans, I think you're going to have to have a little patience with this Miami defense uh, incredibly young, you know, we'll talk a little bit about the depth chart as we go forward here this evening, but uh, just ri- ridiculously young, you know, with, with, with freshman linebackers and um, defensive linemen who haven't played a ton of football and, and, and things like that. And uh, they're going to have times where they struggle. That, that That's just reality. And, you know, the onus is going to be on the more seasoned group of this football team, which is the offense Uh, they're going to have to step, step it up a a little bit as well. And uh, they may have to score more points. And you know, you might see a season kind of like the way 1984 evolved where in a lot of those games, if Bernie Kosar didn't put up those 40 points, uh, the team didn't win. And uh, now you got Brad Kaya, not Bernie Kosar, but uh, he's got, he still has a decent amount of weapons at his disposal on the offensive side of the ball. And with Mark Rick calling the shots, uh, hopefully working into his role as a play caller again, Uh, they could score a lot of points in some of these games and and put forth a respectable uh, season this year. But there's no question that losing your two most seasoned defensive players is a game changer. Uh, I don't think there's any doubt about that. Um, It makes winning the Coastal that much tougher. I don't think anybody's surrendering or anything or, or saying that they can't do it. Um, but the, the road, without question, got much tougher when those guys were suspended on Saturday. So we'll talk more about that as the night goes on. As always, we asked the fans on the message boards at canesport.com to submit questions and topics that they would like to hear discussed on tonight's show. Uh, they came up with a bunch. Here's some of what they came up with. Um, previously, last week, we talked about where that line was that would determine whether this team had a successful season this year, or a disappointing season this year. I said last week, I thought the line was at nine. Uh, we'll talk a little bit about more about that later on tonight. Is the line still nine? Is that a fair barometer for success or failure for this team in the wake of the suspensions? How will this recent development affect recruiting? I don't think it will at all. I mean, I'll just answer that one right now. I don't think it has any impact on recruiting whatsoever. Um, you know, people can try to make a case, say, you know, you get in trouble, UN's not going to stand by you. But quite frankly, if there's a recruit out there that's sitting in high school and thinking, I need to be covered, I need for the University of Miami to have my back when I break NCAA rules or I break campus rules or or things along those lines, or I don't go to classes or whatever it might be, if that kid's sitting in high school right now thinking like that, you don't want them on this football team anyway. I don't think it has any effect on recruiting. Uh, I think that's a over-exaggeration. Other questions that came in. How wild of a ride are the Hurricanes in for on defense? Are any of the coordinators going to be coaching from the box this year, um, or will they stay on the sidelines? Can Gerald Willis and Darian Owens pick up some slack uh, when they get themselves uh, off suspension and healthy? Is Mike Smith really a second-string middle linebacker? Um, Who has more talent, Jermaine Grace as a freshman or Zach McLeod as a freshman? What's the feel of the players after this weekend's news? Um, Would the outcome have been different if Mark Rick would have had a say in the matter regarding the final decision? Does the season now hinge more on how well the offense plays as opposed to the defense? Who's this Malik Mayweather guy who's number two on the depth chart at wide receiver? How are Deontay Mullins and Sam Bruce coming along? At what point in the season are we going to see them play? Aren't players typically declared ineligible and then the NCAA allowed to review and decide on reinstatement? Why did that change this year? Was it due to probation? Uh, Yeah, I I think the probation obviously had a lot to do with it, as we just discussed. And, uh, you know, unfortunately for the players, that's the way it is. But, you know, before before they even got involved with those cars – they knew that the university was on probation. Okay, um, I, you'll never convince me that even going down that route and getting involved with those cars—that those players didn't know that they were at best on the ragged edge between doing right and doing wrong—and were certainly calling themselves out for question by doing so. And you know, sometimes you just pay for your mistakes. What player are we going to be talking about at the end of the season as someone who will be leading our team into the 2017 season? Are there going to be any all-conference players at the end of the year? How is Mark Rick now going to manage the speed at which the offense operates with the defense depleted to a degree? What's the backup quarterback situation now? How big of a drop is there from Brad Kaya to the rest? What's up with Jack Allison Is he going to play this year or redshirt? Who's going to be in the nickel package this year? How important are these first three games as to how the team gels together as it goes into ACC play? Is the staff still recruiting guys like Jerry Judy and Alex Leatherwood, or are they surrendering to Alabama? Um, I think it's pretty safe to say that they're not surrendering to Alabama and are still recruiting those guys. What's the depth chart look like on special teams? So, you know, so much to cover tonight, so many different things that we can talk about. Um, again, the call-in number, 646-595-2048, 646-595-2048. The board is lighting up. Hit the number one on your keypad if you want to get in the queue. And we're going to begin tonight by going out to the 845, where you are kicking us off on Kane Sport Live. How are you doing this evening?
2: How you doing, Gary? Greg.
1: Doing hey, what's up, Greg?
2: Okay. I heard you clear your
1: throat. I heard you clear your throat. You must have a lot to say.
2: I got plenty to say. Okay. Um, you started off by saying we lost our two best defensive players.
1: No, no, Um, I specifically whoa, 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 whoa. I specifically (laughs) did not use the word best. Okay, and and we can get into that if you want, but I, I, I went out of my way to not say the word best because I don't think that's fair because because I don't think we know that Muhammad and Grace would have been the best players on defense this year, and you know what you know they're obviously they're good players, but I, I don't think they've done anything in their careers to this point to where they should, be, should have been anointed anything right now. I mean, nobody else around the country is anointing them anything. Why should Hurricane fans be anointing them? Now, they would have been very good players. I'll agree with that, but I did not say best.
2: Okay. Neither one of them projected to be drafted this year. So how much trouble are we in on defense if, if those two who are considered two of our better players aren't even going to be draftable? And give me, Zach McCloud, any day of the week, over a 210-pound linebacker. That's the reason we got run over for the last three years. He cannot play linebacker at 210. I don't care how fast he is. Well, that's that's to...
1: why I said you don't say best. Right. Yeah, he makes okay. plays. He's a great, great athlete. But uh, I mean, let's be honest, he's been a tweener his whole career.
2: Okay. Every time, every year, about this time, we talk about difference makers. Who are your difference makers on this team besides Brad Kaya?
1: Well, I mean, there's not a, there's not a ton of candidates. I mean, I, I think Stacy Coley has a chance to to be that type of player, right? I mean, wouldn't when, when you agree with that, that that he has? I agree. Uh, I
2: like Stacy Coley.
1: Yeah, I mean, he's got a shot. I think Justin Vogel, even though he's a punter, has a chance to be a dominant player at his position and an impact guy that can change field position and, and, and be a consistent performer. Um I'd start with those two. Um I, I think the tight ends, Herndon and Joku both have a chance for phenomenal years, but we gotta see how that plays out. Who gets the who gets the balls thrown in their direction, things like that. But, you know, I'm not willing to proclaim anybody on defense an impact player. I, I just don't think that anyone's come close to earning that type of uh, accolade.
2: Well, I believe our two biggest difference makers are Mark Rick and Coach Cool. I think Mark Rick's smart enough to know we're going to have to run the ball this year to keep take pressure off that defense and not to hit for the 60-yard play we can have more controlled drives, 10, 12-play drives, and run the ball. Because at Georgia, he ran the ball a lot. I just think yeah, the he coaching bl- he is believes such an upgrade. I, I believe the coaching is such an upgrade, it'll make up for whatever deficiency we had in the talent pool. I just think Coach Cool he made great players out of – two- and three-star recruits. He's got a lot of four-star recruits on that defensive line. I think they're yeah. going to surprise a lot of people.
0: Well, they need
2: to. I don't know what you're seeing in practice from Chad Thomas and, uh, and uh, the rest of them, I'm McIntosh not, and not, Jackson. I'm Are you seeing any good things?
1: I mean, <laughs> I mean from, you got to understand, we didn't watch every scrimmage or anything, but I mean – you know, it doesn't even matter, Greg. I mean, that's a guy that's got to show it on Saturdays in a game. I mean, he has done nothing so far in his career. Okay, I, I mean, you know, so I'm not making any predictions there. You know, I, I mean, he's got to show you. He's got to show you something.
2: Well, my final quick point is until we get rid of the stench of Al Golden's regime, this team will not contend for any national championships we got to weed out the rest of his players and get mark rick's players in there and then we'll be shooting to the top thank you very oh, yeah. much
1: no, no problem i Greg. appreciate no, I, you
2: taking my call
1: thank you for getting this off to a good start you know i, I look I, I mean it's it's not a mentally tough football team you know mental toughness you don't know, like we talked about this last week you don't get into trouble like that i mean you don't let your teammates down to that degree like this i mean you know so it, it's it's a legitimate point i mean there 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 is a disease okay and you know you hope after eight months not you know of direction from the new coaching staff that it's being tempered and it, it's nowhere near to the severity, maybe, that it's been in the last couple seasons. But clearly, this team has not been totally weaned of the disease of losing and and the things that lead to losing. Um, And, you know, when you see guys that you're counting on like that uh, put themselves in that situation, uh, that tells you it's not all the way there yet. All right, 646-595-2048. Hit the number one on your keypad if you want to come on the show. Let's go now to the 404, where you are now live on Kane Sport Live.
3: Yeah, how you doing, man? This is Roland from New Orleans.
1: What's up, Roland? How you doing this week?
3: I'm doing good, man. Doing good. I'm glad the show's back up and up and going again. And um, just had a couple questions. Um, when you look at the receiving core, uh, Deontay Mullins and uh, Sam Bruce, uh, being that they're playing FAMU this game, you think a lot of freshmen are going to get a lot of uh, Playing time for the, you know
1: for the first game. I don't know. There's a lot of guys ahead of Sam Bruce right now. Deontay Mullins just started practicing. I don't even know if he knows the playbook yet. Uh, you know, I gotta believe in a in a perfect world, Deontay Mullins redshirts this year. Uh, I, I'm sure they would love to be able to do that. If obviously if they get injuries and you know they're gonna have to accelerate him. And uh, but I mean he's only been there for a few weeks. He can't possibly be in the same condition as the other players. Uh, he certainly mm-hmm. can't be as proficient in the playbook as the other guys. So, you know, when you look at the, you know, the, they've got right now six receivers uh, on the depth chart that they can put in ball games with, um, you know, Richards, Berrios, Lewis, Langham, Coley, mm-hmm. uh, and Mayweather. And then Sam Bruce, when he figures in, would be the seventh. Uh, you know, So, you know, we'll, we'll see. Uh, you know, you don't ever know how the season's going to play out. You don't know, like I said, about injuries. Uh, but right now, I don't think you're counting very heavily on either one of those guys. You know, you, you'll try to get Sam Bruce a little time this year. But are you counting on him? Uh, no, you're not counting on him. You're counting on Stacey Coley. You're counting on Braxton Berrios. You're counting on Malcolm Lewis. You're counting on Amon Richards. And you're counting on Dayal Harris, who I failed to mention a minute ago. Uh, so, really, Sam Bruce is the eighth. Um, so, you know, and Deontay Mullins would be the ninth. So, you know, no, I'm not, I don't, I don't think that that you're counting very much on those guys. Not right now. Okay.
4: I have two
3: other questions. Being that, you know, a lot of guys, I mean, we've been, we are been at a lot of positions. When you look at the recruiting class that they have coming in and, um, um, being at, you know, at, at DN and at linebacker, were, you know, we're pretty thin. Will that free up some scholarships? I mean, when will, will that, that probation totally be 100% going when Miami can bring I think in they're done. Uh, yeah,
1: I think they're done with denying the giving it
3: guys. Need, yeah, I think need so.
1: I, 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 you know, I'm not sure what the exact number will end up being. It constantly keeps changing, as you see. Uh, but, okay. uh, yeah, I would be surprised if they, if they didn't bring in at least 25.
3: Gotcha. I gotcha. Okay. And uh, last question, um, just concerning the defense, obviously you got a lot of freshmen that's going to be, you know, starting, uh, especially, you know, uh, at linebacker, weak side, strong side linebacker. Um, when you're concerning the, uh, uh, Coach Diaz, um, do, you, do you think they're going to play a 4-3 or are they going to do like a four two five, or I mean, uh, from what you've seen, I, mean, it's hard, I know it's hard to gauge. It's extremely hard to gauge from a, from a game-time perspective. Um, but
1: yeah, we don't. We can't really answer that right now. But here's what I think. So I think he's tough. gonna have to yeah. tighten. I think he's gonna tighten the playbook, rolling. Yeah. Um. You know. I mean. I think he has to. You know. I don't think he's gonna be able to do all the things that he was gonna be able to do with Jermaine Grace out there. You can't. You know. Yeah. You, you're talking about you know true freshmen, and Jamie Gordoner exactly. hasn't played at all either. And yeah. I and, and Dar- Darian Owens to us. I mean, A. He hasn't played in a year, and B. He doesn't look to us like he's Anywhere close to getting ready to come back? Yeah, I know somebody those, claiming to know was posting that on the board yesterday, but I mean, I, he doesn't look to us. I mean, he's still running with a limp, and he doesn't look to us like he's close to being back out there. So, you know, maybe you know, may, maybe he makes a miraculous uh, uptick here in the next few weeks. But uh, you know, th- there's just not a lot you can count on there. A linebacker right now, and you got all young guys learning how to play. And yes. I think that's gonna make Manny Diaz kinda you know, rein things in a little bit.
3: Yeah, yeah. And what about
1: uh, uh Muhammad and um
3: and uh um the uh, uh I forgot uh, uh, the linebacker, are those guys just just able to transfer to another, another school or are they are they just going to, have to just sit out the whole year?
1: Um, yeah, they should be able to transfer. Uh they're gonna they're have to so sit out right the year. Now. Yeah, they're gonna have okay. to probably sit out this year. But um, but yeah, I, I I think they're able to transfer and, and play next year somewhere else. Man, I
3: think honestly, I, I think that was a, that was a tough hit on the defense, man. It really is cause they, oh. big, Of course. You know, yeah. Damn. Huge. All right, James, Are I rolling anything so else
5: tonight? A,
3: no, man. I'm gonna call in when you uh, close to that Georgia Tech game because I'm gonna be at that game, so I'm gonna, I want to check you out when you come up to Atlanta. Like, you come up to Atlanta for that game?
1: Oh yeah, I'll be there.
3: Okay, cool. Well just give right. me a hold and I'll listen in. Appreciate it, man. It.
1: Yep. yep, thanks for being part of the show. All right, six four six, five nine 646-595-2048, 646-595-2048. Hit the number one on your keypad. If you want to come on the show, let's go now to the nine one seven. You are live on Kane Sport Live.
3: Hey Gary, what's up, BK? Okay.
1: What's up, BK? How you doing this this evening?
3: Um I'm doing pretty good. Um Quick question. Um, do you think this whole rental car, luxury rental car thing, is over? Because you know, wasn't Stacy Coley supposedly involved with this well, whole situation as well?
1: There was an article that said he was, but you know, obviously he wasn't to any kind of degree whatsoever. But right. He would have been on the list too. I mean, you know, I mean, I you know, I don't. I, we haven't seen any evidence that he was. Involved in it, so you know, and he and he was a, he, he was totally exonerated. So,
3: oh, okay, that's good, that's good, that's good. Because I kept hearing, I kept reading, I don't remember where that uh, he may have been involved with the whole rent of thing. Yeah, there and was, all there was
1: speculation that he was. There was a little, there oh. was a little media speculation that he was, but it, it, you know, it turned out to be. Yeah, you know, I don't, I don't want to say it wasn't true because that wouldn't be fair. To the people that wrote those articles, but there was no evidence ever that Stacey Coley was involved to any degree, anywhere near Jawan Young, Kwan Muhammad, and Jermaine Grace.
3: Oh, okay, okay, okay. Do you
1: foresee like any other suspensions coming down? Cause no, isn't, um, no Bruce, is, unless, unless something new comes got... to the forefront. Unless something new comes to the forefront, the university has deemed the case closed.
3: No, I mean not in reference to this case,
1: but in in general, because Gerald Willis isn't not even on the depth chart for uh, yeah because for he, yeah yeah well because he's probably he's he's suspended for the first game.
3: Oh okay, oh okay, I didn't know that. And Sam Bruce isn't on the depth chart either.
1: Correct, because he's suspended for the first game.
3: <laughs> oh man, well better the fourth game, uh, better the first game than the fourth game. <laughs> I love it. All right, uh one last question um in regards to Kwan Mohammed and um and Grace. Like uh I'm not too sure what their loss, you know, how it completely impacts this style of defense. Well, well you understand what I'm saying, it's it, like it's not you know, they the weren't that, that high future... on me radar, you know, anyway, in terms of no, playing ability.
1: But they've been in games, they've they've been in, you know, they've been under lights, they're they're seasoned, you know, they're more seasoned than these other guys, and you know, and that, that means something.
6: Yeah, it
3: might mean something, but if they're, you know, like if, uh, like for example, if, 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 if three freshman linebackers, you know, could come in, stop playing a down of college football, and they're automatically the, the three best linebackers, you know, on the team. Like that says something about you know the present core of linebackers that we have. Well, so
1: I'm not. They, I'm not it, sure no, if what that's going to be that, that big you're of a drop. Recruiting at that position the last four years stunk. Is what it tells you. It absolutely right. stunk. Now, in right, fairness to right. the old staff, they did a great job bringing these three guys in together. Right.
3: That's why I'm not so sure that we're in that big of a trouble. In, in that we're in that big of trouble because
1: well, for three freshmen to come out. in and you know, when you're going to find out, BK, you're going to find out on October the first when they go practice to defend that Georgia Tech offense. That's when you're going to find out.
3: Yeah, that's true.
1: That's true. That's, that's going to be, be a huge Both challenge. They have day. four games under their belt.
3: You know, like they'll have three games under their belt already, or four maybe, four games, uh, three yeah. games, right? They'll have some games yeah, but under that, their belt.
1: that one's going to be a little bit of a different beast for some true freshman kids playing college mm-hmm. football for the first time. It's going to be interesting.
3: Yeah, well, we'll definitely
1: you, see how mature they on the are. Nathalie Nathalie it's all about
3: game, you maintaining your – I mean, they obviously could play football. Now, with playing Georgia Tech, you have to be disciplined in your assignments. Yeah. So let's see how mature they are on that level.
1: Yeah, we're going to find out quick. So what else you got yeah. tonight? Anything? No, that's all. Thanks a lot, Gary. All right, man. Thanks you as always you. for being part part of the show. Let's go now to the 407. You're live on. Live. Hello. Whoops, sorry. I just hit you. You're gonna have to call back. Call back. We'll get you on. Let's go to the uh, 727. You're live on Kane Sport Live.
7: Hey Gary, who's this? This
3: is about
1: the you. Um, here at Clearwater.
3: What's up, I had man? Had a I Had a couple questions to hey. ask you. It's my first time ever they calling here. They dry up there. Man.
1: A lot, lot, lot of rain coming your way.
3: Yeah, man, we're expecting it. We're expecting. It. Hopefully, it don't rain too much. But um, first question. Um, do you expect now that Aquilah Muhammad is gone? Um, that Scott. Patchen is gonna play any kind of snaps.
1: I don't know, man. He's not healthy yet. Uh, you know, <laughs> I, you know, will, will he be healthy during the course of this season? You know, after and then having not really been in the mix the whole training camp and summer. I don't. I don't know, man. I, I think that's a pipe dream. Uh, I, I think that the they would have to be decimated by injuries to get to that point. Okay. And
3: also um, for the family game, you think they're going to play uh, Homer for the running back? Uh,
1: that's a decision that that they're in the process of making. It sounds like they are going to use him because he's so good on special teams. Um, but you know, we don't know for sure yet until they get to the game on on Saturday. What what you know on on a true freshman situation like that one? Obviously, we know. Some of the true freshmen are going to be playing because they're starters. But uh, my guess right now is Travis Homer will play this year.
4: Okay.
1: And how he'll long be is the fourth, but he's going to be fourth running back. You understand that, right? I mean, he's
4: clear cut yeah. going
1: to be fourth running back. They're just, they're, you know, he's just he could just play special teams, so he might have some value to them on special teams.
3: Yeah, I understand that. I understand
1: that. Um, how long is Sam Bruce suspended for? Um, it was originally going to be two games. We're hearing now that because he's doing all the right things, that there's a chance Coach Rick might make it one and a half. We'll see.
3: Okay. I was wondering how you, I didn't you, you see will not, You will
1: not see him this Saturday.
3: Oh, okay. I was wondering, I was like, I didn't see him on the um, the depth chart. I was just seeing if he was going to be in kind of.
1: Yeah, you won't see him this weekend.
3: Okay. Is it, so,
1: do you think he, he'll still probably possibly be a starter in a special team returns? I don't know, man. You know, they've got guys who have done it before, like Coley Barrios, Elder. You know, you may not see him in that role this year. Unless you know, maybe if it's late in the game and they've got the lead or something or you know, in a situation like that, maybe. Um, but I don't know. You may you may not. All right. And last question. Um do you think Joe Jackson
3: is going to have any kind of impact now that Aquedeem is gone?
1: Will he have an impact? No. <laughs> but I think he I think he'll play, but no, I don't think he's going to have an impact. You you, you, you know, he's you a kid right out of high school. He doesn't know what the heck he's doing yet. You know, yeah. you can throw him, throw him out there against Florida State and say, go help us win the game, <laughs> he's, you know, he's just not ready for nah, that. I hope not, no. Nah, but but, nah. but because of necessity, I do I think he'll play? Yeah, I mean, he's, he's second team on the depth chart right now.
3: Yeah, that's, that's when they did a catch. I, I mean, I don't know if it was because of his actual play or it's because we don't have depth in, in that position, but, you know. But.
1: That's it, Gary. It supposed, well, it. it was supposed to be Muhammad and Trent Harris.
3: Well, yeah, that is true.
1: You know? Yeah. So what else you got? You got anything else for us?
3: That's it, Gary. Appreciate
1: it. Keep me a hold, uh, and okay, I'll you give you a call we'll, back next week. Give, yep, give us a shot next week. All right, 646-595-2048 is the number, 646-595-2048 is the number hit the number 1 on your keypad if you want to come on the show we're zipping right along here out to the 951 you're now live on Kane Sport Live how you doing tonight are you with us so
8: you mean i when you get me okay so you all right listen you
1: are going to have to call back you got to you you, you, you got to be paying attention let's go to the 973 you're now live on Kane Sport Live
9: hey Gary what's going on this, Well, I'm just, I'm I'm calling from the particular state where one of the guys that got dismissed. I don't
4: even really want to say my name. I'm just going to remain nameless tonight. You kind of know wait, what. You it is. Say, wait,
1: wait, say say that again, just so we're clear. You're calling Instead, I'm for from the
4: state where one of the
9: guys got dismissed. He got dismissed from school. I'm calling from one of the states where he's, he's from, and I don't really want to say my name because I'm gonna say some things where it might not be likable, and they'd be able to
3: attach okay. it.
1: We
3: got you. No, know, but i mean, problem. Go ahead. Voice. Hey, hey, know, your, your
1: voice is breaking up a little bit, though. What kind of phone are you on? I'm Not sure,
10: but um,
9: I got a couple of things I have to say, and um, I got a couple other things. Actually, um, here's the thing, though. This what I'm going to say about number eight. Let's let's be honest with ourselves as a fan base and and fan of the team. We 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 at Thoughts and, and 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 being nervous about was he even going to make it through the season with just different things, you know he's giving us headaches ever since he's, he came on the team. Total train wreck. Really be...
1: and, and and there's plenty that hasn't even become known to the public.
9: That's what I'm saying. Let's just be honest with him. I like him, really, really like him. But liking him is one thing, and be able to trust a ball player that is not giving us anything as far as to say we feel. We feel like we could trust. You got teams that's out there that's going to be playing Thursday through Sunday or Monday, and they have about three or four guys, the the starter, the backup, and maybe even a freshman, redshirt freshman that they feel they know what they might be getting. All this, he had a sack. He had about five sacks. He led the team in sacks. That's nice. We was dealing with a garbage staff anyway. So literally, I I saw sacks that he kind of fell into. Let's just be honest with ourselves. He fell oh, into I some agree. Of those sacks.
1: I mean that that's why I okay? will not call him the best player on this defense. I, and, I and mean, like and, I
9: said, I I, I would say this again. I liked him. I had big expectations. I, I had a, but here's the thing. I also in the back of my mind always said, man, is he going to make it on the field and do all the right things? And because it was very disappointed to us as a fan base that he missed the entire season because he got in trouble. Now, was all of this his fault? Maybe not. But, you know, because, you know I, I don't want to go too far. I'm just going to say, listen, the guy that's going to be missed, and I called you before our spring game, before you shut it down for the for the year, you had a, you to a second to last show, look at the last show, me and you discussed how Grace could be a rover. Now, again, mm-hmm. was he the best linebacker in the in, in the conference? By no means, no, but he was going to be able to help as that type of rover that Florida state used Virginia Tech used they've made those things popular, and I don't even like bringing up those teams because I hate both of them. he
1: was gonna be you know I'm not a li- key piece. he was gonna be a key piece in what Manny Diaz wanted to do no he was gonna be a
9: striker, he was going to be a striker. He'll get off the field, he'll get a blow, and we'll put one of the freshmen in, or one of the guys that's coming up behind him to keep doing what he was doing. Now again, I go to him. I'm going to miss him as a fan, but he was also going to be a he was also a senior this year, and we were going to have to develop talent behind him anyway. So now it's here, and we just have to figure it out, play what we have to play. The key. This is the game. I, I want to win all the games. This is the key. As a base, we have to pay attention to the Appalachian State when we go to when we go away. The first away game, people forget. The third game is not going to be an easy first half. It's not going to be easy. It's blackout days for them. Blackout night. <clears throat> They're going to be hammed up. We got our freshmen on the field. We got a quarterback that got continue to prove himself, but he's going to look pretty good in the first two games. We hope. And the office is going to be. D said we're gonna have we're gonna have some we're gonna have some juice, but we're gonna to have to prove that in the third game on the road in Carolina. Maybe not a, it's not a big time school, but it's a school that's ham tough for us coming to get us, coming wanna play us, and and it don't matter what they did in their first two games, they wanna win that game that day. And we're gonna to have to be ready for that as a staff and as ball players. When you no think doubt. about that? I'm not done. I just want to throw that out there.
1: I totally agree. I totally agree with you.
9: Okay, okay. and now, you're,
1: you're, you're, now you when you up. flip
9: it, now when you flip it, you have to go see Georgia Tech. Now this is where you let, you just had a caller that he's, you know, you guys sound concerned. I'm concerned too. But Gary, correct me if I'm wrong, and if I'm wrong, I, I, let's discuss it. We're well, not going to use all our linebackers in that game anyway. Because two of our linebackers are going to have to be off the field to play the defense we want to play against those. Our big guys, yes, are going to be up front, well, but we uh, let, me, let,
1: let me let me let me let me stop you because neither you nor I have any idea how Manny Diaz is going to choose to try to stop that offense. We've never seen Manny Diaz. But you know the you know offense.
9: the right way to use it. The way to the way, We don't know don't anything.
1: No, no, come on. We don't know anything seriously.
9: Okay, we, well here's the
1: thing. We've never seen Manny Diaz defend Paul Johnson's option. So we don't okay, know well, how a he's going
9: to choose. Here's a little nugget. Here's a little nugget. Here's a little nugget. Now, I know we're putting a lot on his plate. You know, he hasn't coached the first game for us yet. But don't forget, we have a head coach. Even though he's not a defensive guy, he's still a smart guy. We have a, de- we had a head coach that played Georgia Tech at the end of the year for the last 10 years, of course. Correct. So he has an idea. Because those guys are going to put their heads together, and again, what we what we say, it's not it's not going to be his first rodeo. He's he's lost to them, and he's beating the heck out of them also. So he's you know he's not thinking about that game right now as a head coach. He's smart enough. You ever see Gary, You've been around a man where he started explaining certain defense, and he started moving his body and hand signals and body signals, and you're like, we only asked him one question, and he goes into a book about it. So. He's not lack lack of knowledge as a head coach. He actually understands what's going on defensively, too, but his per se is on on offense. So I I just want to throw that out there. Don't forget we we have a head coach who played this team for the last 10 years plus. Agree?
1: Yep, no argument. Yep.
9: Okay, a couple other things. Um, I'm just going to go right into it. Did you – were you able to ask you if you could check this out for me? I don't know. You know, of course, you would probably forgot. Did you Were you able to find out with the brand new stadium that we have, were you able to find out, did we make the seating arrangements the way you were suggesting it, like saying, we could do all this, the, the renovations all we want, but if people are not sitting where they need to be sitting. So yeah, they've done a lot of team. that.
1: They've done a lot of that. There's going to be a, there's supposed to be a huge difference this year. They've they've done a great job at the ticket office in, in managing the whole ticket process. They've got nine thousand new season tickets that they sold this year.
9: Yeah, I know nine thousand season ticket holders, going but going they 10, make the proper arrangements. Well,
1: yeah. I, well, I think it's going to be a lot better. Yeah, I think it will.
9: So that's they did what they need to do to satisfy you because here's the oh, thing: we'll I put see. a lot of trust in what you're saying.
1: Uh, well, no, I don't want you to trust me yet because I'm no, 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 I'm no. no I'm saying that because I, be I, be I can't be at the game. I can't be at the game. We got to see it. We got to see it. But 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 I can't be at the game of weekend lot. like
9: you could be at the game. I can't be at the so game of weekend like you could be at the game. So you knew you knew what they weren't doing and what they was lacking. So I'm just trying to like feel you. I was trying to see well, if you have a good understanding that they're sick. They sold
1: a lot of tickets. I'm told they have put people in the right places. You know, we'll see how it looks this year. All right, you got anything okay. else for
9: us? No, wait, wait. Yeah. One more thing, one more thing, and and, and it's one going to bother ahead. me. And, and I know you're going to probably say, yeah, they could be able to do it, but it's going to bother me. Selfishly, Gary, selfishly, selfishly, I want these guys to train and try to go to the NFL. I don't – because here's the thing. Let me ask you this. If they decide not to go to the NFL, if they want to come back and play the, a year next – after sitting out this year, can they – just flat out go tra- transfer to like a Florida state or Florida. Don't forget, we, we see Florida. No, no, not next year, but can they go play a team? I mean, go play for a team that we might see on our schedule next year. Is that possible?
1: Yeah. yeah. Gerald Willis played for Florida. <laughs> I mean, it happens.
9: No, no, but he has to sit out what I'm saying. Yeah. But I'm saying he has to sit out. I'm saying when yeah, well, next they have year, to sit out too, they have to sit out. What I'm saying, uh, would they be, uh, did we block that? Or it or was just a, I don't, I don't. think they. No block.
1: Block. I don't think they block anything. No. I think. I think the players got to decide what they want to do. The university has told them you could stay in school. We'll honor your financial aid agreements if you want. If you want to graduate this year, um, you know, it, it might. The, the smart decision might be for them to just stay at Miami and graduate and stop worrying about football. It's really hard, let, man.
9: It's really hard to stay yeah. on campus and deal with that. Oh, it's really hard as players. Hey,
1: yeah, but it is what it is, and then you know, then see what the NFL scouts think of you. Uh, you know, in, well, in the yeah, right? yeah,
9: yeah, that'll help you. I'm just let me just say this, and again, I might get myself in trouble, but it is what it is. I, I probably have some confidence that probably one guy would be able to do that and be able to do what he's supposed to do and get the work done, but I'm not so yep. sure about the other. And I, and I say that just right, being just, this, being uh, I would I want to root for him to do it, but I don't know. Okay, well, here's the thing, man. We have our right, first man, thing listen, coming up. Let me
1: let you go this week. I want to let you go. All right, man.
9: So I on. just wanted to ask you about oh. that. You know, that was very important to me. All
1: right. None problem at all you're spot on you got it all right 646-595-2048 is the number hit the number one on your keypad if you want to come on the show and i'm going to take a moment right now to talk about one of our favorite sponsors of Kane sport live you guys are very familiar with them they were with us the entire football season last year and they had such a pleasurable experience associating with hurricane fans that they're back again this year and of course Fantasy football fans, the wait is nearly over, and I am talking about FanDuel.com. Football is back, and that means that FanDuel is back. And that means that the Canesport League is back, that you're going to be able to access at FanDuel.com forward slash Cane, where you will be able to compete each week against fellow Canesport Live listeners and fellow Canes fans for those prizes. FanDuel is fantasy football for everyday fans. They have new contests starting every week. There's no busted seasons. You just pick a contest, you choose your team, and you watch your score in real time. Couldn't be easier. Then they make it at FanDuel.com. I've been playing it for years and – uh you know, love that whole fantasy football experience because I don't have a lot of time, uh, quite honestly, to spend on fantasy football. And I can just go right on to my FanDuel login and I can put a team together really quickly. Um, and I love the ease of use. And I love, of course, obviously going into the Kane Sport League and playing uh, fantasy football with all of you guys that to choose to, to join in. And hopefully a lot of you will do so this year. And when you do it this year, you're going to find an upgraded experience from FanDuel. You're going to get even more contest variety. You're going to be able to try beginner contests for new players only. You're going to be able to settle a score with a friend in a head-to-head contest. You're going to be able to try a 50-50 contest where the top half win cash. And you're going to be able to play in larger tournaments for even more action. You can even play for a dollar. There's choices for every single budget out there at FanDuel.com. Have all the fantasy football that there is to offer? FanDuel can make you sports rich. Sign up today. Go to FanDuel.com. Click the Join Now button and use the Kane Sport Live code CANE. There will be a special offer there for new users. You deposit today and you will get 5 free entries to NFL beginner contests. You'll get one free entry a week for five weeks in a row. If you use that code cane again, there's 50, 50 contests where the top half of players win cash. There's the cane sport league at FanDuel.com/ forward slash cane. So if you're a new user, don't forget to use the code cane and get those five free entries. Your first time out. On fanduel.com. And we'll talk more about it next week when the NFL games come along and Fanduel kicks in. All right, let's get back to the show. 646 595 2048. 646 595 2048 is the number. Again, hit the number one on your keypad if you want to come with us on the show. Let's go now to the 850, where you are live on kingsport.com. What's up? <clears throat> How's
11: it going? How's it going? It's Omar. It's going good. this? It's
1: Omar from Tallahassee. What's up, Omar? How you doing, man? It's been a long time.
11: Yeah, man. It's been a while. Been a while. I've been listening, but yeah, um, let me just jump on to it. Um, question. Um, I, I think people don't understand. the uh, I, I understand they wasn't with the the whole situation where um Muhammad and Grace. They wasn't great players, you know, they wasn't, you know, the best on the team per se, but death wise. Like, that's the whole thing. It's like you go through a season, twelve games, these first ones ain't gonna make like just think about behind them. What's behind them after they get hurt? Even at a hundred percent if they're like good. If they're like on point. If they get hurt, what's behind them? That's the whole thing. That's what I'm thinking about. Like, man, just, God forbid, if Shaq Quarterman go down, and we got to put Mike there,
6: man, oh, my God,
11: what? what like, that's a, a tragedy right there, I feel. You know, that's the whole thing. It's like nobody, it's all about death, I think, when it comes to talking about championships and making it far in the play, to the playoffs and stuff like that. You got to have some type of depth behind these guys. cause so, ain't no telling who's going to make it at the end of the season. I promise you, it's not going to look well, the de- same way depth. Depth, chart.
1: <laughs> depth is not going to be a uh, commodity for this team this year.
11: Not at all. And that's what's really sad. But my question, another question. Do you think uh, by the time we play, I say, Florida State, you think Merlin – or you, uh, Bruce will become some type of, we, have some type we of just, role we, the team.
1: we just talked about that a couple minutes ago. Why, why is everybody consumed with Deontay Mullins and Sam I, Bruce? I mean, I, I just went through the receiver like, I mean, they're your number, what, seven and eight or eight and nine receivers? I mean, I mean who? Yeah, why? Right now, it,
11: see, what, see, what I'm thinking about is we, we beat there. It's like. We got depth, where we don't got it. You know, we got depth, but talented depth is not what we got behind our core receivers. There. And um, at, behind our core receivers, we don't really have that. So but but I, I think about it, when, out, I, when right think now, about we were
1: lining up receivers, they would be number eight and yeah. number nine. Okay, and they're not even neither one is going to play week one. So, but like, why? Is, I don't understand. I mean, you're not the only one. Everyone's like obsessed with these two guys. I know they're I don't not the
11: you. only ones, but we are obsessed with them because I think that, honestly, I think Marlon is a man among boys. I look at that man's size. He, he looks like he already like, should be a sophomore. But he missed like his size, the
1: entire spring missed the spring and summer and fall. I understand uh, you think that.
6: He, that's why I said so about Florida State, so that's what I'm saying.
1: In major college football, the, the, without – Without practicing in the system and having timing with the quarterbacks and knowing the offense, and I mean, I just don't think it's reality.
11: If they get hit with injury, Um,
1: you know. See, that's what I'm
11: thinking. In my mind, I'm thinking about it. Really, shouldn't be thinking about injury, but it's like if they have to be put in the game, do you think they will rise to the challenge? That's really what I'm. Not right
1: now. No, not right now. Maybe. Maybe
11: rep. down the road. Yeah. yeah. How many practice no, okay.
1: reps do you think? Let me ask you a question. You're game planning, you're getting ready for <laughs> How many practice reps uh, do you think those guys are going to get?
11: Yeah, I understand. They haven't had any. They probably got probably 10 practice reps together. Like, they really Bruce, haven't had much time.
1: Sam Bruce at least had some time, in the, a little time in the summer, and then he. He was in fall camp. I mean, at least he's had some. Deontay Mullins has hardly
11: had anything. Yeah, yeah, I swear. It, yeah, you read right about that. Um, I'm just for uh What about, um, I was thinking about, like, short yardage. I heard Rick King really want to touch on them much, but I was thinking about short yardage. Do you think they're going to try to use Gus or the fullback um, for the short yardage, or you think they just really don't yeah, know do. yet?
1: I I the fullback without question. Who, who the tailback's gonna be can, can change. Um go ahead, but you'll see full, that full back is a is a is a beast man. Have you reached the parking lot and to make sure that vehicle is gone? Well yeah, you to go back to um, okay. you're in yeah, Tallahassee. No, I'm not, right? I, yeah. yeah, I'm in
11: you're, Tallahassee.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that, yeah, I I I think you it sounds like you got some, some seminoles up there that, that 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 are looking for a little uh, you know. Police, police help.
11: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah they trying to mess me up. Right. Now i got to go back to work. Man. I'm going to put me back right, on mute. <laughs> All, All right. right.
1: Thank, yeah, thank you for being part of the show. Yeah. <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> you could hear the police radio in the background there. <laughs> he is in Tallahassee, too. All right. 646-595-2048. 646-595-2048. Hit the number one on your keypad. If you want to come on the show, let's go now to... The nine four one, you're live on Kane Sport Live.
12: Hello, Gary. How you doing, buddy?
1: Doing good. Who's this?
12: Uh, this is the Meister Kane. I'm on the west coast of Florida, trying to stay dry from all this rain that we're getting right now, buddy.
1: Yeah. It looked pretty gruesome on the uh radar when I was looking at it earlier tonight. Woof.
12: Yeah, look at Port Charlotte. Yeah, we're under the gun, so <laughs> that's where I'm at. So all
1: right, well,
12: anyway, stay dry. Uh, Yeah, trying to, buddy, trying to. uh, Disappointed, disappointed about AQM and uh, Jermaine Grace, obviously. It's in the past. We can't do anything about it. So just got to move on. And uh, Well, I had had another question to ask you, too. Um, The second team offensive line, how are they looking as far as stepping up and uh, gelling and uh, knowing the playbook and all that? Are they looking pretty good yet?
1: Well, I mean, do they know the playbook? I think so. You know, I, I think they know the playbook. I mean, that's one of the more challenged areas of the team. There's no doubt about it. Um, yeah, you know, they've yeah. got Ty, Tyree St. Louis um, backing up at left tackle right now. Uh, they've got Hayden Mahoney and Bar Milo yeah. trying to back up at left guard. Uh, both of them are, are – you know, very, very challenged and don't have a lot of seasoning to this point. Um, Alex Gall, who struggled all year last year, has landed at backup center. Um, yeah. Although, yeah. I, although I do think if one of the guards uh, got hurt in a game and and went out, that Alex Gall would be the first guy off the bench amongst the linemen. Yeah. So I don't think the depth chart really means a lot. Um, but they've got Tyler A backing up but Danny Isadora at right guard. Um, and then yeah. Sonny Adagwu at right tackle doesn't even have a backup right now. Uh, that's how bad it is. Um, but I think if he got hurt, you'd see Tyree St. Louis go there. So Tyree St. Louis is kind of the swing guy, a tackle. He could back up either spot. Um, and I would say Gall is like the key backup at center and guard. Uh, right now they got those seven. They've got seven guys they feel they can put into a ball game. That's where the, right. that's, that's where that stands. Um, Gauthier. Would probably be the eighth. You know, they're trying trying to get him to the point where they feel comfortable throwing him out there. Um, right now, uh, Mahoney and Milo would be a little bit of a stretch if you have to get that deep.
12: Right. Well, I went to Venice before Gautier was uh, brought onto the team. I saw him play a games, and he looked pretty good out there. But of course, you know, you're going from high school to uh, you know Miami, and that's that's a whole different different change whole, right there. Whole different deal.
1: Yep, no doubt.
12: Oh yeah, no doubt, no doubt about that. So, all in all, well, you think the defense will be all right even with those two gone? In your opinion, or what do you I, think?
1: I think it's going to be a it, um, it's going to be a work in progress. You know, it's 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 not. You know, there's going to be times when they do okay, but there's going to be times when it's you know probably a little ugly out there. You know, we'll see.
12: Well, I'll tell you my situation. I own a business, and I had two of my key guys quit, and I had to turn around and hire a man and a woman, husband and wife team. And I'll tell you what, they turned out better than
1: the first two. So
12: maybe, maybe, hopefully, that situation Yeah, will listen, man, I'm
1: not sleeping on Zach, on Zach McCloud, I'll tell you that. I think Zach McCloud has a chance to be the best of the three freshmen. I think he's going to be a great football player at Miami. Uh, obviously, oh, everyone yeah. has high for Shaq Quarterman and Mike Pinckney has been a big surprise. So you know, maybe those freshman yeah. linebackers, because you know, because they were here for the spring, uh, you know, which which and and really got the same teaching as everybody else on the team on a level playing field with a new staff coming in. You know, maybe those kids can rise up. I mean, you know, they got the goods physically.
12: I think they can rise up. I I'm optimistic about it. You know, we'll just well, see. You hope they can,
1: <laughs> right? You've never yeah, seen you them hope. play a down yet. You, you, you don't think they can. You hope they can.
12: You hope they can. Yeah, that's
1: for sure. Yeah. <laughs> right.
12: Yeah. Yeah. Bad choice of words. I'm tired. Gosh, I gotta. I gotta go to bed. Jeez.
1: <laughs> All uh, right,
12: Gary. It was great talking. With, great talking with you. You got guys it.
1: Both. Yep. Thanks, All right. Thanks take for care. being. Yep. Right. Thanks for being part of the show. And hey, let me take a moment here, right now, to, to bring up one of those topics that were submitted um, by the fans on the message boards, and uh, the question dealt with the success fail line and where it should be set. And as I mentioned at the beginning of the show, um, when we talked about it last week, I said nine, you know, to me, nine is, is the breaking point. You know, you get to nine or more and you know, you could think about calling it a successful season, anything less than nine. It's hard to call that a successful season at Miami. And the question now is, has that changed because of the two suspensions, And, you know, I'm going to say no, it has not. And, uh, you know, because if this team wins seven games or even eight games is on outside looking in going back to the the, uh, you know, the the bowl in Shreveport or 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 one of those lower level bowl games and, you know, just kind of, you know, went through the season and lost every big game again and. Uh, weren't competitive against the better teams like Florida State and Notre Dame and, you know, sitting there seven and five or eight and four. Is is anybody really going to be sitting there saying, wow, man, pounding, pounding their chest saying that was a successful season? And um, I don't think so. And so, you know, yeah, obviously the team was weakened a little bit by those suspensions, but I don't think that changes the barometer of where you define success or failure for the Miami Hurricane football program. Um, So that would be my thought on it. Uh, Feel free here as we go into hour number two of the show for you guys um, to to weigh in on that subject. Um, But that's that's where I stand on that one right now. All right, 646-595-2048. Hit the number one on the keypad if you want to come on the show. We're going to go now to the four oh seven where you're live on Cain Sport Live. Yeah, hello? Yes, sir. Who's this?
13: <clears throat> this is El from Orlando. Hey,
1: what's up, El? How you doing tonight?
13: Nothing I was doing okay, doing okay. Um I I, I have a couple of uh, questions and a and maybe a point or two. Um since you've I I don't know if you've talked on this already or not, but um your opinion on this team this year versus what you've seen in the past, like as far not not in the past past, but in the past as far as the Algonquin
7: area.
13: um What 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 differences do you see? In a little I bit mean, of time yeah. that you were able to watch practice,
1: well, I, know you guys... I mean, The players, I don't, I'm not going to tell you I see any difference. You know, I mean, it, it, it's a team. It doesn't have a lot of impact players on it. Uh, you know, there's going to be times when lack of depth and, and lack of impact players uh, come into play and, and, and work against this team just like the ones of the past several years. I think the difference is in the coaching staff. Uh, you know, I, um, I, I think that there's been a lot more teaching going on. Like I think I talked a little bit about this last week. I mean, that's been very noticeable. Um, I, I think that this is a staff that's much more physical and and much more active physically with their players every day in practice. And
13: I think that I think that's a big that that's a yeah major improvement. I think that that actually can make yeah. your. I mean, when you look at it, I don't, I don't really want to come to what Michigan did or anything like that. Um, but you never really know. We we may do the same thing Michigan did. I mean, Michigan was a horrible team the year before Harbaugh got there, and then in one year they turned around and I think it's because of the coaching. And oh, yeah. uh, it's the same because the players were the same, just like the players are the same here. And I feel like the system, um, the four three um that we that we putting together, um, like the old days or whatnot is gonna help a lot, you know, where our defensive ends and and D tackles can just attack. We we're not holding up no blocks or anything like that, um, uh, for the linebackers to make the plays. I mean, if you can make the play, go make that play. Um but to me Uh, What I will say that I kind of disagreed with you on earlier, you said that, I mean, if I can use a couple examples earlier, you said that, um, that the team is not mentally tough right now. And the reason being was because of, or one of the reasons being that Akhudi Muhammad and and Jermaine Grace um, were involved in this, you know, this um, car scandal or whatnot alleged car scandal. Well, I guess it's not alleged. It's been founded or whatnot. But anyway, I don't Well, there's other things. there's
1: other things I've seen and heard of, I've heard about that lead okay. me to have that opinion.
13: Okay. But my what I was going to say is, we have teams and I mean, every single team, even the championship teams, um, have these kind of issues off the field. You know, so um, you look at Florida State and what uh, J- Jameis went through um, even though he wasn't officially charged with anything. Um, but look what they went what he went through.
1: Alabama's yeah, talent. talent to overcome it all. The Miami doesn't have that kind of talent right now.
13: Well, I don't think anybody thought that Florida State had that talent that year that they went that they won a the championship. I don't think anybody ex- expected that James Winston was gonna do it was, was gonna do it that year. I, you know, you never really know. The the point I'm trying to make is we never really know. So whenever whenever I hear the negative talk or when i hear the 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 outrageous positive talk i think i think it's we're supposed to be level headed let's wait let the season play out let's see what happens that's that's how that's how i operate you know and every year every year i'm going to say that yeah every year i'm going to go out and say you know what we're going we're going we're going to win a championship that's just me as a fan i'm going to say that but i keep that to myself you know, but when i hear the talks about you know people saying you know all oh, we haven't even played one game yet and it's like you know, doomsday or whatever, you know, and I don't, you know, that's that I don't think that's the case or we haven't played one game yet. And we're going to, you know, we're going to be some undefeated team or wild rock team or whatever. I don't agree with that either. However, as a fan, that's what I want to, you know, that's what I want to think. But the negative talk, you know, negative talk or as far as how we're going to do, how we're not going to do, you know, that's, that's, I think we need to be even killed. You know, let's wait to see how this plays out. We got a whole totally new staff. That staff is, 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 to me, from what I've seen, um, the video clips and everything that I've seen, um, they're they a thousand times better than the previous staff um, as far as, um, again, the, the, the players to buy in. Um, and, and they're more physical, like you said, and, and I think that is where the mental toughness is, is, is going to be key as well. I think the off-the-field stuff is, is, is an issue, but I think on the field we can still. I think we're going to be mentally tough. I believe that coaching staff is not going to let us um, not be mentally tough. And I think that's why the, the, the pace of the of the of the practices have been the, um, what they've been is to prepare us for the fourth quarters. Because if you look at a lot of the games, if you look from last year, maybe even the year before, I can't even think about the year before. A lot of the games we lost was like in the fourth quarter you know, or, or second half or whatever. It's like we, we just it, it, for whatever reason, we weren't up to, to par physically or, or mentally or or our stamina was down, whatever it was. It's like at the second, and we couldn't make an adjust, any adjustments. And I think this staff can do stuff like that because um, they season. They season. They They're not coming from some... I'm not even going to talk about Al Golden, but um, that's, just, that's just the point that I wanted to make. I think... And also, one last thing. Um... And I agree with you. I think you mentioned this too. I, I, we need to stop it as as fans um, glorifying these freshmen. Who having you know, Sam Bruce is going to get his time. Um, Mullins is going to get his time. All those cats are going to get their time. But to come in and think that you know we're asking about how are they going to get any playing time? Or are we going to get this? I'm like, come on, man. Uh, if they do, they do. That's perfect. That's fine. You know, they high school phenoms or whatever, but they haven't played a down yet of college football. Let's let the coach, the coaching staff know what they're doing. If those linebackers, because I think if those, if those, if the coaches felt that, 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 that Mullins and um, who hasn't even been, I think out there two weeks yet, maybe, uh, or whatnot, if they thought that he could do anything or Sam Bruce could do anything or any of those other cats could do anything, they would be, they would be on that depth chart. You know, because they they start yeah. or they or, or there's a, there's potential for three linebackers to start, and they are freshmen. So obviously they, those three they freshmen missed are way showing too much up. Time. I'm sorry so say way, that again.
1: Wait, the, uh, Deontay Mullins missed way too much time. Way too
13: exactly. Much time. Yeah. Yep. So you know, does he have the talent? Yeah. But but we 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 you know we got we got great. We got. I ain't gonna say great, but we got really good receivers in front of them. You know, yeah, he we would got be some the, really he, good I think he in front. Would be
1: the He'd be the ninth guy right now, I think.
13: Yeah, yeah. So, so you know, that's some that's some of the things that I want to say. You know, I, I think we 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 need to be even killed as, as as fans. You know, we don't need to be down on our our team or whatever. And to be honest, and one I'm, I'm, I'm I, I said one last point, but let, let me this one last point. Awkwafina Muhammad and Jermaine Grace, great not even gonna say great players, really good players, but they ain't they ain't really show nothing to to the point where I'm like, oh man. Uh, we lost two great players. I don't know what we're gonna do. Uh, you know, it's not to me. It's not that serious. You know, they were seniors. And I even you can even say Akadim Muhammad was a senior. You know, so there were seniors. They were vet players that at the very least they had one more year. At, at, uh, well, Jermaine Grace for a fact had one more year left, and then Akademi Muhammad might have left after this year. So we we lost them, yeah, true enough. But this is about the future. You know what I'm saying? Nobody yep. expects us to win championships or anything like that. It's about the future. So I think if these young players come in, they do what they do, they learn the system, they, they play hard, they play aggressive, that's what I want to see. I want to see an aggressive team. I don't care if we lose, to be honest with you. To be, I mean, I care if we lose. But what I'm trying to get at is if we, if we go out there and play hard and we lose, that's fine. I don't want to see us getting blown out by the Clemsons and things of that nature. That's what I don't want to see. You know, what I'm saying? That's when I want to have a problem. But other than that, well, I just want to see a team. Not on the
1: not on the schedule this year. <laughs> because
13: <laughs>
1: I, I, I would
13: agree. I would agree. But that's all I had to say. Thank you all. Keep me on the line. You got
1: it, man. Thank you. You got it. Thanks for being a part right. of the show. All right, let's go out now to the eight six three. You're live on Kane Sport Live. Hello? Yes, sir, that's you.
8: Hey, how you doing, man? Christian. Um, playing city. What's playing Christian? I've been listening. Second, second week calling in, man. I love the show, man. I love listening to everybody, man. It's awesome. Good good points on everything, man. Um, I got just a couple questions. Uh, first question is uh, Trent Harris. I'm reading about him breaking his arm. Uh, who's after him? Who's on my depth chart after Trent Harris?
1: <laughs> well, r- um, right now it's Joe Jackson. But um we don't we don't know yet the extent of the injury and what it's gonna mean, whether whether they're gonna be able to put a cast on it, and he's gonna be able to play, uh things like that. We'll get some more clarity on that, uh, probably tomorrow.
8: Okay, okay. And uh back on the defense, man, that four three, they're running I think our secondary that we got with uh Jim uh you know, we got Carneller, we got uh uh, Carter, you know, I, I think I think our secondary is going to be just really, really, really good this year. And it's going well, to. Well, of- they're going to need
1: to be. They're going to need to be really good, and they're going to need to step up. And you know, Jamal Carter, to me, is the one guy that Manny Diaz can potentially use uh, to do some of the things he wanted to do with Jermaine Grace. And uh, you know, we'll see what he, you know, we'll see what, how he decides to go about it. But um, they're, they're going to need to step up, no doubt.
8: Yeah, and and another thing everybody's talking about, you know, Dante Mullen and Sam Bruce, don't get me wrong, man, Sam Bruce was a beast in high school, a beast. Like, I was watching him, and I, I went to his game, he was, he was, I was a big pickup for Miami Hurricanes, but, you know, he had his incident with that gun and stuff like that. Like, like the man just said before this, you know, he will get his turn. And I just think, like, if, you know, they're talking about, you know, Stacey Cooley, he could be going down, you know, in trouble with the whole car issue or whatever. No,
1: see, know, he, he's Richardson. not. He's he's been cleared.
8: Oh, see I didn't know that. Thank you. Thanks for telling me that. Fuck <clears> off. <throat> awesome. yeah. Okay. Well then you answer to my question then. <laughs> Alright, well I appreciate it man. Just keep me on hold and uh that's all I got. Like <clears throat> and uh just, all right, thanks, like you.
1: You got it. thanks for being part of the show. Sorry I just cut you off. I thought you were done. Let's go out to the nine oh seven. You're live on Kane Sport Live.
14: Hello, Gary. How are you?
1: Doing good. Who's this? This
14: is Alaskan Kane.
1: Hey, what's up, Alaskan? What you got for us? Uh,
14: well, I, I'm excited. You know, I, uh, I think it's going to be a fun season. I'm excited about having a competent coaching staff. And I'm excited to know if we have problems, that there's somebody at the helm who's going to do what he needs to do to fix them. And if that means replacing coaches after this year who don't do what they do as well as they should, that he'll do that. Uh, I know he's going to bring in a better, recluse, a good recruiting class next year. Uh, as far as how many wins and losses, uh, I do think it matters how you know the, how the losses happen and what happens during the season as to whether it's successful or not. If we end up with less than nine wins because we were injury plagued and we lost, you know a whole, all our linebackers, we lost a bunch of key players or Kaya went down or whatever, but the team played its heart out and we still managed to win seven or eight games. That'd be different. Uh, I expect to see uh, a maximum effort and good coaching for a change. And I'm really excited about the way the season is starting out. We'll start out, you know, with the perfect ramping up of games of teams that we're playing to give the team a chance to come together on the field. I think it's going to be a huge
1: asset. Okay. What else you got?
12: <laughs> well, uh, I guess that's it. All right, man. So if you can just well, keep me. All right.
1: You got it. Thanks, thank, yep. Thanks, thanks for being part of the show. Good, good, good thoughts. Let's go to the seven, eight, six. You're live on Kane sport live.
7: Gary, how are you doing?
1: Doing good, who's this? It's everything three oh five from Miami. What's up, man? How you been? Let's talk to I've us. I've been great. I've been great
3: enjoying the show thus far tonight. Question I had uh with regard, I think I, I said it to you over the, the board earlier this afternoon, and I wanted to touch upon local recruiting and uh even though you know Mark's been here for for a little over eight, nine months now, uh, he was able to tap in and use some quality resources here that are from this area, and Joel Rodriguez, Coach Baez, and then and last but not least, Coach Trump. I wonder if you could talk about the impact that each one of those guys or uh, the yeah. potential impact they've had with this program thus far.
1: Yeah, um, you know, let me start with uh, George Baez, um, a guy that is is a really nice asset in the recruiting effort. He's got a ton of energy for recruiting. He loves it. He, he you know, he loves the social media aspects of it and and, and just puts a, a lot of passion into his job every day um in chasing chasing young players. Um Joel Rodriguez is a is a great in-house guy to have in the program. He's great with the players. Uh gets involved in a lot of their community appearances, things like that. Uh, just, you know, it's nice to see the university of Miami football program now have the luxury of hiring a guy like Joel Rodriguez, uh, you know, just to be sort of like a sounding board for the players and to, to get involved in, in, in different ways beyond coaching. Uh, so he, he's been a very good hire in, in my opinion. And then, um, I know the real reason you're asking me this question is you want me to talk about Mike Rumpf, um, You've been been wearing out the message words. Well, I also wanted on, you to talk subject. about Kareem Brown. Huh? I
3: wanted you to also touch about. I
1: forget about Kareem Brown. Yeah, I mean Kareem um, Brown's a guy. who has been there. You know, he's been there for a while. I mean, you know, he, you know, he helps out with the D linemen and, and and stuff, and 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 does a nice job. Um, but getting back to to Rumpf, who I know that's who you really want me to talk about because you've been talking about him a lot. Um, here's what I'm going to tell yeah. you. Okay. And I, and I know, you know, you, your opinions have been very fair and, 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 you know, you've been very vocal in your disappointment that he's not landing all these players from American heritage and, and not getting all the top prospects from Broward. And that's why he was hired, um, before his recruiting connections and things like that. He, here's what I think that you and some others don't, don't fully understand when it comes to that. And I'm, you know, uh, you know, and obviously, you know, Mike, you're hoping, you know, can, can start to get some more of these guys, but, uh, the Miami football program as a whole has taken a lot of really, really, really big hits over the last few years um, because of all the problems that, that have been in the program. And, you know, these kids have been being recruited by the Alabamas, the Ohio States, uh, Florida, obviously Florida State through through all of this and have built up bonds and, and, and so forth with the coaches from these other schools. And, you know, now you have a new staff here uh, that that's playing catch-up with all these kids, and and uh, it, it's not as easy as everybody thinks it is, that, you know, you're just going to hire Mike Rump and, and get a, every kid in Broward County. Now, uh, you take a look at what Mark Rick is doing and the way he's going out in the community, and it's to the point where during the season – Beginning this Thursday, Mark Richt is going to go out on Thursday nights and visit youth leagues and talk to kids and and hang out with kids and and talk to coaches and and ingratiate himself to the whole youth football community of South Florida. So that four, five, six years from now, when he still plans to be the head coach of the University of Miami, those kids that are getting away right now and going to Ohio State and going to Alabama – are going to remember the relationship that they've had with Mark Richt since they were little kids. And, you know, so the the, the whole thing is being attacked as well as it possibly can be. But this expectation that Mike Rumpf is supposed to come in here from his high school coaching job and be able to uh, overcome all the, the sins and ills that have been going on with the Miami football program for the last five, six, seven years, when it comes to recruiting in South Florida, the, that's just not reality. Okay. And, and, and it's not fair. I, I, it's not, let me just finish it. I, and I'm just being honest with you. It's not fair for you to attack him for that, the way you have been. I mean, obviously a message board is for opinions and you're, you're very entitled to your opinion. And I, I think some guys have been a little negligent in, in respecting your opinion and that it's an opinion of yours, but you know, I will tell you that my opinion is you're not being fair to Mike Rumpf because it's just not reality. Well,
3: and I understand that, but but one thing I'm going to point out, you talked about getting every player. That's never been my expectation. I've never really conveyed that. What I have conveyed is the kids that you develop, the kids that are yours, the kids that see you every day at 5 a.m. when you lift, and they lift over there at 5 a.m. In the summer, three to four days, three to four days out of the week, they do stuff beyond – just doing work on the field beyond the weight room. They do things, they bond, they're together. They set up their entire summer schedule. He's been involved with 7-on-7. Seven Seven. I mean, uh, Gadsden got him involved with this about, what, four years ago? So slowly but surely he's been around these kids enough that when you have total trust in someone and you know that they tell you, hey, we're here now, and this is a great product and a great opportunity, and I tell, and I'm telling you, as I told you four or five years ago, when I got you up to this point, that you can grow and you can
1: get to the league here. And okay, but let's for him not to be able l- to get l- one let, of me his kids, stop. let me stop. Let me stop kid. you. Let me stop you for a second. Let me just stop you for a second. Okay, let's take um, the Wilson kid. Okay, is that a fair, a fair example?
3: I, I would say I wouldn't say so, and I'll tell you why. Because Dad was so. Was still so sour on everything, with, with what he had
1: to go with with, with Quincy, yeah,
3: and that was what yeah, was, and he so had a
1: relationship with so like, Randy Shannon, right? And I would say someone like Haber and the
3: other kid, uh, the linebacker, you know, was a kid that we were looking at, but you know, he was kind of damaged goods. He's, he's never been able to stay healthy the entire season, so we understood that. But the two, the two offensive linemen, is what gets me, and, and I don't get it because those are two kids that talk about immediate playing time. We look at our depth, and there is no quality depth, not just at an offensive line, but at defensive back. And at linebacker, we're, heck, we got three true for playing. What does that tell you about our reality? You've got to be able to land the, bit, the best that you can year in and year out. I know it's early. I know it's August. But there is no excuse for you not to have one of your own. not one of your own kids, that to me is I don't get that. And as a former college coach and a high school coach, I can tell you, I've gotten kids When I went to college, that were from this area Because of what The amount of work we did with them throughout our high school Experiences, so that trust Goes a long way, because mom Needs to feel comfortable and say, I know My son will be okay with him And I I don't see that And that to me tells me, if he can't Convince his own That it'd be her thus far How in God's name is he going to convince anybody else?
1: You know, we don't know all the ins and outs of what went into those decisions. You know, I mean, why did uh, Herbert pick Michigan? You know, I, I can't tell you. I don't. I don't know the ins and outs. But you know, I don't think he ever was seriously considering Miami at any point in the equation. And and I don't think that's Mike Rum's fault. I really don't. I mean, well,
3: I, I think he you, has yeah. some sense of responsibility with that because. When things weren't going well, he added to the fire. He threw gas in the fire. And there's an old old saying, is what you say as my mentor, as my teacher, what I see you say and what I see you do, I'm going to pretty much follow you 90% of the time. At 10%, that 10% can be pretty bad when I don't follow you. But for the most part, if you're not talking well about the program, if you're pointing out all the flaws the program has, which we heard on several radio interviews, it's tough to overcome that. And I'm not, I'm not really just concerned more so about the class this year, but the next couple of classes. The pitfalls we've had in the past. The 18 class is going to be spectacular. The 19 class will be fantastic. You know what? If we don't win, it doesn't matter. So I keep saying that. Bottom line of it, he can coach his butt off and make make these kids overachieve this year. I think that might open the door for these kids to sticking with their commitment, getting yeah. an album. It, it might,
1: kids. but it, but it's not just Mike. I mean, the whole staff has to has to coach their butts off. Correct. It's not just it's just not it's not just Mike Rump with the cornerbacks. It's the whole staff. All right, you got anything else for us?
3: The last thing I want to say, the number one recruit, Gary, and I keep getting mixed messages. I'm hearing it from a couple of people I know down in Central. Uh, even though Mom is really big on Navon staying here. You know, it's like he keeps entertaining Florida State. He keeps entertaining yep. a little bit of Florida. And now I keep hear, now I heard today that USC he he might want to go visit USC. I mean, he's our number one local recruit. Correct me if I'm wrong.
1: Uh, he'd be right up there on my list, I'll tell you that. I I, I think the kid's great. Uh but I've been saying for months, I, I don't see that as a done deal. I've been with that kid a lot and you know, he's enjoying being courted by other schools and you're right about mom wanting them at Miami, but uh that won't be a done deal till signing day in my opinion. Well I I
3: think he's the one kid that, besides Judy in this area, you could say that kid comes in and starts right away. That's the I only agree.
1: kid I see in the right it, it, it it, you know, right It's away. hard for a freshman to do it, but I agree. I mean that he he's a very good player and he works he works real hard. And he's getting better and better all the time. So you don't want to lose that one. That, that one, they got to make that one stick. All right, man. Hey, thank you for being part of the show. Gary, take care. We'll see you. Thank you. Give, it, give, us, give us a shout next week. All right, guys. I'm going to take a moment and talk about another of our great sponsors. Going back to last year, and and, and that's Harry's uh, again, who just absolutely enjoyed the experience of sponsoring Cain Sport Live last year, and is back here for more this year because they want to introduce you to the phenomenal product that they have that will make your shaving experience just totally different than it's ever been before. I don't know about you, but I don't like to shave. I can't stand shaving. I hate the nicks. I hate the scrapes. I hate it when one of those little hairs get ingrown and, and put a pimple on your face and, and you know all the other crazy things that can go on when you shave. And um, you know, Let's face it. When you go to the store to try to buy a better razor – they're pretty darn expensive and they got them locked up in those cabinets where you got to go find the store clerk to you know get a key and and you know then you got to whip out your credit card and you know you get this this the super expensive bill um for the for the razors but uh you know I I thought razors were really ridiculously priced until I got my first package from harry's harry's makes their own blades and offers a high quality shave that's better for your face and better for your wallet these are high quality high performance german blades crafted by shaving experts with a flex hinge and lubricating strip ever since i started using harry's blades my face feels smoother for longer harry's blades are super sharp and they provide a close comfortable shave plus my wife tells me that that moisturizing shaving cream Smells amazing, and they make that part of their starter kit that I'm going to tell you about in a minute. To put it simply, Harry's gave me something that I have never had before, a great shave for a good price. Now it's your turn to find out about the greatness of Harry's, which we now proclaim the official razor of Kane Sport Live. Why go pay $32 at your local drugstore for an eight-pack of blades when you can get them for half the price? at harrys.com harrys has a starter set called the truman and that's a great option for new customers and they have an amazing deal for Canesport sport live listeners this evening for just 15 dollars you get a razor handle moisturizing shaving cream and three of harry's five blade german engineered razors plus if you use the promo code canes when you order c-a-n-e-s Harry's is going to give you five dollars off your first purchase, so that starter set's only going to cost you ten dollars. So go to harrys.com right now and look for the Truman set. That's h a r r y s .com. Enter the code Canes at checkout. Get your five dollars off and help support the show. Stop compromising. Give Harry's razors a try today. All right, let's go back to the phone lines, and um, we are now going to go out. To the three one two, where you are live on Kane Sport Live. How are you doing this evening?
5: Hey Gary, uh, long time listener, long time su- subscriber, uh, graduate of the University of Miami, uh, also uh, a varsity athlete there. Um, I talked to you a while back; was my first call, and my question was. When you had the recruits up, you could see the other recruits from the high school. And you said that, uh, you know, there was a lot of um, things you had to
1: do with the uh, website.
5: Uh, is that ever going to come back?
1: Um, I'm not quite sure what you're, what you're talking about. Oh,
5: well, in other words, if you clicked on a kid and then oh, you search. went to oh Yeah, yeah school- the, search,
1: the search function. You're talking about the search function, the advanced search. Yeah, yeah, it's it, it's it's up. It's done. Um, if you go on uh, com uh, right, and you see you look at the top menu bar underneath the masthead, you'll see that there's an item there that says prospect search. That's no, what no, no, no that,
5: that's not what. Oh, so instead of going to the kid and his high school, well, you'll and show. No,
1: you'll get. Yeah, that's how you get to it. You go into pro. You go into prospect search, and you you, you enter what what you're looking for in the windows, and you can pull up uh, filters that allow you to to filter by high school, college. There's a lot of different filters there. It's a very good search engine. So, just okay. go play around so with it. What, I think you'll that, Yep, that's what I was okay. talking about. Yep. Go play go play around with it. I think you'll be very happy.
5: All right, that's what's changed. Okay, my yep. second question is um are are the results I came in late on the show. Um are there going ever sh- uh re- give out the results of the uh, uh weight room and times and
1: things like that no. or they're just no gonna... no no they're not they are not gonna release okay no nope. all right number three <laughs> I
5: got a couple things here. you know everyone's talked about Miami's and their attendance and how far the stadium is. I think you and I are about the same age. What year did you graduate? Uh, eighty-three. I oh, no, I'm I'm older than you. Uh, UCLA, they play at the Rose Bowl. That's forty-five minutes from campus. Miami has never drawn, unless it's been a big game. Even when they were, eighties, nineties, and the early two thousands, they've never drawn well just the way it is. It's a small school. And well, they think they're you know, going to change
1: that this about... year. The, the, the ticket well, office guys I, I'm are, not... are walking around with a little bounce to their step these days. They think they're changing all that this year.
5: I'm not disputing that. I'm just saying that the distance isn't the reason why they weren't
1: drawing. No, you've you got to put a good product out there, and you've got to make it a nice setting for people. And they, They've got the nice setting now. Uh, they're working on the product, and, and they've sold an enormous amount of tickets this year, They're, they're you know, more than they've sold in a, in a long, long time, and uh, we'll see if it makes it the difference that they think it's going to make. If the people show up to the games, it's going to look much better.
5: Right, but the other thing I was saying was, in years past, when they were great, if it was not a good game, they didn't draw. Correct. Okay.
1: Even in the, the orange
5: other bowl. Thing I was, it, it runs, I'm saying, in the Orange Bowl. Because the other thing is Miami's only uh it is a private school, it's got ten thousand kids, and the you other know, the people who were coming from Palm Beach and Broward had to drive to the Orange Bowl. Now it's in the middle and it, it's you know, six of one, half a dozen of the other. The one other thing I want to say, or oh, there's two other things. The one other thing I want to say is, if you haven't played for the the team, football, don't say we. Because you're not part of it.
1: You're a <laughs> fan,
5: and that's great. <laughs> Good
1: luck on that one. Okay,
5: but you understand uh, my I would point.
1: switch I would just switch gears right now. You got uh, yeah the –
5: you, you know what I mean? Not, you didn't
1: play. You're not going to get real far on that one.
5: Okay. But I, I'm just telling you, as, as a uh, college athlete, that if you didn't play for the team, you don't say we. The, my one other question is, uh, and you mentioned it, that kid um, from uh Orleans, he's a stud.
1: Central. Uh, that's
5: what I meant. Thomas, I'm sorry. You talking about his... Yes, he's, he's, I've seen. He's, I've he's, seen him play. He's a stud. Are they, you said? Like I said, I, I came in halfway to the show. He's taking his trips. Are they having trouble? He committed as a sophomore. Are they having trouble keeping him?
1: Uh, well, we don't know yet. Uh, he's certainly listening to a lot of. Um certainly listening to a lot of people and he certainly seems to be enjoying the recruiting process. And, and every time I've been face to face with him, he keeps telling me he's coming back to Miami, but you know, I mean, he's, he's going to go to Miami, but you know, I don't, I don't know, (laughs) you know, it's not as convincing as, you know, some people might want to think it is. And, and I, I do think that that that's going to be one to watch all the way to signing day.
5: Okay. The other thing is, is who's the kid that transferred, he's a four-star tackle to booker T and his mom wants him to stay in Miami.
1: Kadim Telfort. There you go. Uh yep.
5: what what's the story on him?
1: Don't know yet. I mean, he's he's considering it. I mean, right now he's committed to Florida. And, you know, Florida's got 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 the edge right now, but Miami's recruiting him very hard. And, you know, that's one that obviously Miami's hoping they can turn in the Miami direction.
5: Where was he at before? that? And then he transferred to uh,
1: Booker he, T. He was at he was at uh, Norland.
5: He was at Norland.
1: All right, that was the kid yeah. that was in Norland.
5: My last point, and then I'll get off so everyone else can talk. Uh, this kid got here because you're better than well, – I'm not going to say that but uh, uh goal should not be uh, on Miami's team, but
1: what about this kid Goff here? He's big, he's strong, he's he seemed, he's not he developing nasty he's not not developing as fast as everybody would like I mean you know right now he'd probably be the number eight guy on on the okay. line you know if if they get that if they get that far he he'd have to play, but um, I'm not sure that they're at the point with him that they feel comfortable yet. They were working on it. They were they were hoping to get there by the time the season started. But I haven't what, gotten enough data on that in, in the last week okay. or so. But uh, you know he's he's right on that edge of of being being ready to play and not being ready to play.
5: And my final and last question. I just remember one other thing. What about the the nasty Israeli who's supposed to be a you know. Bar Milo.
1: Tough... Yes. Yeah, Bar Milo. He's not you know too much California cool. He's got to get tougher. You know, when when, okay. he, when when his mind catches up to his body, he'll have a chance. Right now, they're working him at backup left guard. He, as so
5: we'll a backup see. left guard, and he's yep. a big guy. Big guy. He just
1: got to tough. get tougher. You know, he's just got to get tougher. He'd probably be, right now, the number nine or ten guy.
5: Yeah, that's not good to hear. Yep. <laughs> but it is right. It is what hey, it is, let me, right?
1: Let me let some other people get on here. Stay. Thank you for okay. being part of the show. I appreciate give I, I really give us, do. give us a call. Um okay. Yep, next week. Bye bye. Definitely. All right, six four six five nine five two zero four eight. We've got you know, maybe about another half hour this evening to go. I'm gonna try to get as many people on as possible. The boards are lighting up. Let's go to the three oh five. You're live on Team Sport Live.
15: Hello, is that me? That's you. Hi, this is Adam.
1: What's up, Adam? What you got for us?
15: Uh I have a couple questions. One, I heard through ESPN that Torrance Gibson is suspended for or either dismissed from Ohio State or suspended for the year or something. Is there any possibility that he could look to transfer back to Miami?
1: I doubt it's it's probably too late in the game for that.
15: Okay, you I know, don't know if he's these, been or suspended uh, I mean, or
1: something. I mean, I would say never. He's he, he's he's got a good relationship with Mike Rumpf. Um, was actually sitting with Torrance Gibson in Mike Rumpf's office, um, about nine months ago when uh when Mike got the job at Miami. Yeah, uh, I was I I went over by Heritage and he was there and we talked yeah. a little bit. But but I mean, I, you know, he might want to do that. You know, I know he's not happy with the way things have gone at Ohio state, which might explain why he's getting in trouble up there as well. But, uh, uh, you know, I don't know. I, I, that, that might be a reach to try to bring him to Miami and teach him how to play receiver. Yeah. You know, they, they're recruiting too many other receivers. I, I just, I don't think I see that.
15: Um, okay. Uh, couple other questions. Do you see Deontay Mullins redshirting this year? Because he came in late, and you said earlier in the show he's, like, ninth?
1: Yeah, it'll depend. I think it'll depend on how things go. I don't know that that decision's been made yet.
15: Um, oh, and how does Cedric Wright look on the defense? Does he look like a redshirt candidate as well?
1: Uh, he's a guy that they might use on special teams. Oh, okay. So, you know, but you got to remember he's another one that came, you know, he came in late. It's it's very hard. People think you just walk into yeah. college and play college football. It's not like mm-hmm.
15: that. Um, also, do you see U.N. done with the O-line for the next recruiting cycle because they got George Brown, and he's kind of a recruit for next year?
1: Yeah. Uh, do I think they're done, though? No. <laughs> no, I don't think they're done. I think they're going to take as many <laughs> guys as they can fit and get.
15: Okay. Um, And one question. Who's one guy on the defense who you've seen at practice that could surprise folks this year?
1: On the defense?
15: Yes, from the defense.
1: Oh, boy. Let me see here. Look at my depth chart. Um, Demetrius Jackson has been showing some signs of of becoming a a little bit of a better player. Uh, So he would be one that you know, might, might do that. I mean, obviously the, the linebackers here, you know, about, you know, there, there's a chance those will guys.
15: Mike, can Mike Smith be a real player? Because I've heard he's been. I
1: don't think so. You don't, think, don't so. think so? Uh-huh. Not me, no. Uh, I mean, maybe he will, but I don't, right now I would say, I don't think so. Um, you know, beyond that, I can't really pull anybody out. You know, maybe Jaquan Johnson, you know, might might start making some plays out there a little bit, but they're you know they're they're just how does Robert for talent, look? he he's doing okay he's he's doing all right he's he he's made his way to the second team so that that's a that's a good little sign of progress for him as a redshirt freshman he's he's picking things up and getting better
15: and how does michael jackson look
1: i I don't like his speed i don't think i i don't think i don't think he's fast enough personally yeah hey. But yeah, you know they they, they may, may need, need them they, they may need them anyway you know
15: yeah okay
1: well All right.
15: thanks for taking my call um have a great rest of the show
1: you got it man give us a call again next week let's go to the three one eight you're live on Kane Sport Live
16: what's going on Gary this is Port City Kane uh just uh, hey. want to say hello to you didn't get a chance didn't get a chance to say anything to you last week got busy working but I want to say this on behalf of everybody from Streetport, Louisiana. You're officially banned from Shreveport because you keep talking about it. But, uh, well, What did I
1: do? <laughs> yeah, go ahead. What did I do? I didn't do anything wrong. You keep talking about somebody like you don't
16: want to come to a bowl game. You, you don't want to uh, come to a bowl no, game. No, I, I
1: don't want to see them go back to that bowl game. No, but that doesn't mean I didn't come <laughs> okay. and have a, have a lovely time at the last one there and, you know. Okay, no. well, we're
16: going to think, we're going to consider that, okay? We're going to consider that, but <laughs> hey, uh, just want to say, you know, I was I was very disappointed when I found out about the two suspensions, uh, but, you know, it just like what I think you hinted on, and that was pretty the microcosm of uh, the previous re- regime. That was pretty much, uh, you know, true to form, you know, we had players that just couldn't finish, just couldn't get the job done. They always kind of came up short and just like, You've alluded to many times on in your writing and your saying, you know, just too great of a turnover. You know, we got too many guys leaving out the door uh, with unfinished business. Uh, it's unfortunate for both of them, and I hope that it serves as a reminder to players that that process is only punitive to the players, the guys who are giving you those different things and requesting all of that, that, you know, they get off uh, with it scot-free. But uh, enough on that. Uh, I just want to know, uh, I was reading about a couple of guys from South Louisiana do you think we had any chance of landing a couple of those recruits from uh, South Louisiana?
1: Uh, well, uh, I guess one you're probably talking about is Brian Jones, defensive end. Uh, yes, sir. You know, I I think it's a long shot. He's an old miscommit, commit, but he it looks like he will visit. So you know, Coach Cool gets him in here. You, you never know, uh, but you know, he, he's a possibility. Uh, I guess maybe you're speaking of Devonta Smith, the wide receiver. Mm-hmm. I, I think that one. Yeah. I think that one's going to be Miami or Alabama. Uh, I think Hattie announced a couple weeks ago that it's more likely to have been Alabama, but I, I think uh, you know the you know he's kind of slowed things down a little bit, and uh, I don't think it's out of the question that Miami ends up winning that one. So you know they're alive there. Okay
16: and uh who's that? uh the running back? you know we have a receiver commit from that same school down there uh but we the linebacker who uh parents want him to go to Auburn that's torn between Auburn and miami uh what's the deal with him? you know what i'm talking about Dingle's uh, uh teammate
1: uh i I don't know who you're talking about I'm
16: talking about down there in uh miami uh the linebacker uh who is torn between Miami and Auburn? We thought that he was going. He was just about a Miami lock, and then oh, all you're talking okay,
1: okay, okay, wanted... okay. I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you. I was thinking Louisiana. No, no. You're talking about DeAndre Wilder from from Carroll City yes, High too. School. who I'm talking about. Um, yes. You know, Auburn. Auburn's made a big run there, and is is really really has a live shot. Uh, there's there's family members of his that that would like to see him leave South Florida. Uh, he's got. Uh, a younger brother that he kind of wants to keep an eye on And, and kind of is leaning for staying himself artist So uh, I would say that one's still 50-50
16: Okay then, well Gary Hey, I got everything else that I want to say I want to see some more other people get on the phones And so I look forward to seeing you next week Okay brother?
1: You got it man, thank you for being part of the show uh, Let's go to the 951 You're live on Kane Sport Live. Hey, is that
7: me?
1: That's you. Who's this?
7: Uh, hey, how's it going? Hey, I just have a quick question for you. Um, I know last year you talked a lot about um how the practice was was quiet. I don't know if anybody asked you this question, but how have we out there this time? Is it a little more lively? Do you hear more pumping going on? Or oh, yeah, it's totally energy? different. The,
1: they're not they're, they're not playing rap music during practice anymore. They're you know the the, the practices are a lot more active. They they really okay. try to get after it really good coach rick believes in doing a lot of conditioning during during practice and uh yeah i would say it's been a little different okay
7: so the the energy level yeah, it's
1: still all practice through. but it's been different
7: okay cuz yeah you like last year i was listening to you sound like it's just more business and not a
1: lot of oh, energy yeah, the, no those chill, those practices the or? last the, the last 4 or 5 years were ridiculous quite frankly really? i mean i i'm i'm i, I, I measured my words you know when we talked about it and stuff but it, it was absolutely ridiculous. Oh, Okay. And another yeah, question for you. You know, it, it, it was like walking into you know a combination of a library and club live. You know, you didn't quite know yeah. which way <laughs> what it was. You know, um, but it, it was kind of like yeah, a library yeah. at club live. Let's put it that way.
7: But no, it really showed on the field too. It was like that was. It was kind of you know is not feeling that energy that you used to feeling from the canes. You know, it was like. That's why yeah,
1: it wasn't it. I kinda, you know, yeah, I get what Al Golden was trying to do. You know, he was trying, you know, he was trying to make it a cool, the program cool, to the kids. You know, when the recruits would come out, and you know, hey, Miami practices to music, and you know, kind of thing, and was trying to be a little different and, and sort of, uh, you know, blend into the community and all that. I, I mean, I get what he was trying to do, but it, it, you know, that does that. Does, that just does not fit with hard nosed football, in my opinion.
7: Nah, nah, you gotta be hard nosed. You can't, the rap music ain't going. Yeah, I was, nah. I was listening to actually Mark Rick's interview. I think it was on um, one of the radio stations down in Miami, um, WQAM. And yeah. he was sounding like um, he has big expectations for the three freshman receivers. You were saying like you don't know about. Um, you know, well, Mullins, there's nothing he, wrong. He, he, there's nothing actually, wrong with
1: them. They're just not ready to play right now. Amon Richards okay. is Amon Richards is a co-starter. That's oh, a refreshment. Yeah, I know
7: that. But he sounded like Rich sounded like he expected going 3 to play.
1: That's why well, I mean we'll that's see. what the coach is, now, is I mean, right now Bruce and Mullins are 8 and 9, okay? So, oh, okay. If you're going to stack if you were going sta- to stack them up. 8 and 9. So, okay, well he called maybe the seven, mothers, maybe young, on the interview, maybe, so. maybe maybe seven and eight, if you want to whack out Malik Mayweather. Because you know I don't think he's a real number two, but yeah.
7: And and, it, and one more thing I got to say, everybody is worried about the freshman linebackers, all I will say is, is, is two freshman linebackers that I remember very well that came in and played like they were juniors or something. That one is Ray Lewis, and the other one, Sean Spence. So those two names, if we can just get that kind of production from at least two of those guys, we'll be all right. So, yep. It, I mean, it,
1: it's still a, these are yeah. special kids, those three kids. So we'll see. And Jamie Gordon yeah. is a good football player too. He's a hard little kid from New Jersey. Um, it'll be interesting to see how he does out there because you know he's he's just a pure football player.
7: Oh yeah. Man, see, that's good
0: yeah. I, yeah. He'll, you know, he's it. the
1: fourth guy. So we'll we'll all
7: see right. how he does. Uh, I think we'll be all right, man. I think we'll be all right. So. I hate that happened to Grace, you know. AQM, he should have known better. But Grace, I, you know, that kind of touched me a little bit to hear that from him. He seemed like such a good kid, you know. So, um, I hate that happened to him. But hey, it is what it is. Got to move on. So that's all I got to yes, say, sir. man. You know, I just.
1: All right, man. Thank, you thank you for being. Right. Uh, thanks for being part of the show. No
7: problem.
1: All right, let's go out to the nine five four. You're live on Kane Sport Live. Uh, how's it going, Gary? Good. Who's
3: this? Uh, it's Frank.
10: What's up, man? i um, you a um,
3: do
1: you think there's something off with the
10: timing of these
12: suspensions and, like, I mean, how does this happen?
10: Like three or four days before the season starts?
4: I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't get it. Like, I feel. Well, I, I, I think off. that
1: they were working, they were working on this whole thing, you know, throughout the summer, and I think it just got to the point where the decision had to be made. The season's starting. Uh, I, I'm, I'm sure Coach Rick said, you know, please give me something before the week, before game week, and um, you know, so they got to the point where the end of last week they had to sit down and make a decision, and the attorneys sat down with the administration and they decided that the best course of action for the university was to just cut the cut the cord with those players. They had they had no way of the, uh, they were skeptical of the stories that they were telling, and they had no way to definitively prove. That they didn't take benefits that they shouldn't have taken, and they couldn't mess around with the NCAA, so they they didn't have a choice.
3: Right. I mean, I mean, Muhammad's a huge loss. I mean, dude you, you think um you think Grace will be able to handle his own though? No.
1: Do I think Wyatt? Grace will be able to handle his own. What do you mean handle his own?
3: I thought I read that he got suspended. He's able to come back next year,
1: but uh, Quad can't. No, I don't know I don't. I don't know if, if that could happen or not. I. I, you know, I don't know if they've even gone there. Uh, I could see him. He, you know, I could, he might. Maybe he'll uh, try to do that and see and see what happens. You know, I don't know, but I don't. I don't think he'll be back this year. Oh, uh, that's even
3: worse. I thought Grace was still on the team. I thought he was just suspended for this year, and he comes back No, no, no. They've been,
1: they've been permanently removed from the program as of now. Oh, so he's definitely
3: – oh, wow. So now we definitely got yep. fresh and starting. Um, do you think this is going to put a lot of pressure on Kaya? I mean, knowing that, you know, they're going to have to score you even more points because this defense is going to be
4: pretty much, you know, crap.
1: Not just Kaya. Not just Kaya. I think the offense as a whole. You know, I, I mean, that's where the mo- – that's the most seasoned part of the team right now. Those guys got to perform. If they don't perform, the team's not going to win. Yeah, but we can't
3: catch a break every year. It's something else, man. Every um, year. It's right. like unbelievable. It's
1: unbelievable.
3: It's just, you couldn't, you couldn't write this on a download script, you
1: know? Nope. I gotta actually film,
3: I gotta film my prescription too, but, um, all right, and, uh, at that party, I mean, we gotta yeah. bring, like, person stuff, what parents, and, what? Uh, or we gotta bring, like, at the party, like, I got a parrot. can I bring my parrot out to that, um, a gathering? outside.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh, huh. I don't know. Hey, let me, let me let some other people, <laughs> let me let some other people do, <laughs> <you>. okay? Yeah, I want to all right. <laughs> All, right. All right, let's go to the 757. You're live on Kane Sport Live.
6: Yo, yeah, what'd it be like, Gary? What's happening with you, buddy? Oh, man, I ain't but Doing one of Kane, yeah. Kane, 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 Kane hey. man, I don't be calling like that, man. What's going what's on what's with up? you, baby? Hey, How man, I'm just ready for the season. I'm fine, man. You know, I'm living the life of a hardworking man. Ain't nothing changed. Waiting for the season, waiting for Saturday. Damn, forget all the suspicions, forget who got kicked off the team, who ain't playing, who broke down and hurt. If Rich don't beat Florida State, I ain't mad at him. But it ain't because we can't beat him. It ain't because we got young boys playing linebacker and all this crap. I'm done with this season. I'm going to get this man his thing because I ain't like going from day one, even though you helped him along a little bit. But you had to do what you had to do. Rich is on his own. He got to do what he got to do. is going to be fine. The two best quarterbacks in the ACC him and Deshaun Watson. People get mad when I say that, but I'm a true man. I ain't going to bull crap. They're the best two quarterbacks in the HTC. So let's ride this ship. Let's win something. If he win eight or nine games, so be it. Ten, great. 11, 5, undefeated. I don't know about that one, but we're going to see what we can get out of this. So all y'all can't is just lock down, get it loaded. It's only 6 o'clock. Even though we're playing FAMU, it don't matter. It's time to make it on. It's time to make it happen, so... I'm done with all the bullshit. Let's get the
1: show on the road. Let's see what we bring.
6: Is that good enough for you? That's good enough
1: for me. Other Kane, people get Kane. on the line. Talk to you too, you got it, man. Peace. Give us a week, yeah. Give us a shout next week. Peace. You got. <laughs> it. I love when that guy calls in. Let's go to three hundred five. You're live on Kane Sport Live. Hello. That's you. What's happening, Gary? Doing good. Who's this?
10: Jcat twenty four
1: ten. Hey, what's up, Jcat? What you got for us?
10: Not much. Um, Gary, I only have one question and I'm very curious about this uh freshman Romeo Finley. Um, I think he's picked Kai off, I think three times so far in practice, and he's got a couple TDs. Um, what is your thoughts on this kid? Have you heard heard anything about him from the coaches, anything behind the scenes? Yeah. yeah uh, we've talked about him might... quite
1: a, quite a quite a bit actually. Um, made a couple great plays in that scrimmage. Uh, did have a couple interceptions, but the thing that I think people gotta understand is that making a couple great plays doesn't suddenly mean that a true freshman kid is ready to go out there and 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 play yet. And uh, you know I think that's why you don't see him on the two deep uh, just yet. Uh, but he's right. doing well. You know he's, he's you know he's a freshman. He's learning, uh, coming along. He's you know making plays here or there, uh, but not ready for the two deep yet.
10: So is he so – will he get uh, reps if, like, we're ahead in the game, for example, or, or is think, he definitely a retro? Yeah, okay. uh, yeah.
1: I, th- I think he's got a great shot to play this year because, I, you know, I, I mean, he's a guy that can help them a lot on special teams. So I could definitely see him getting the nod on some of those special teams and uh, maybe getting into, into some games this year, yeah.
10: Right. All right, well, that was it, man. Uh, I'm looking forward to the season, and I uh, look forward to uh, all our Kane Sports shows we have coming up, man. Thank you so much.
1: You got it, man. Thanks for being part of it. Give us a call next week. All right, let me um, real quick here touch on a couple of the, more of these uh, subjects that were um, sent in by the posters at the canesport.com message boards. Um, do we see coordinators coaching up in the box this year? Uh, right now, that is not the plan. Um, right now, um, both Manny Diaz and Thomas Brown are planning on being downstairs. Um, obviously, Mark Rick's calling the plays. Um, right now I think in the box you're going to see John Richt and Todd Hartley from the offensive staff and I believe you're going to see Mike Rumpf from the defensive staff Uh, those are the coaches right now that are slated to work upstairs in in, in the booth and the coordinators will be down on the field Um, question about Gerald Willis and Darian Owens can they pick up some of the slack Uh, Willis I think can Uh, I think he'll provide quality depth I don't think Owens is close. Uh, still out there running with a limp. Uh, we'll have to continue to monitor uh, his physical progress. Um, you know, I don't see him making a huge impact this year. Um, question came in: Is Mike Smith really the second-string middle linebacker? Uh, my question back is: Who else is going to be? Uh, they, they just don't have a lot of bodies there. You know, Mike. Mike's trying hard. He's doing the best he can. Probably should not have been recruited to Miami. Uh, A a lot of people questioned it when he was in high school. Uh, He has been challenged at this level of football, but he's a hardworking kid. He's a nice kid. He's doing the best he can, and uh, right now he is number two on the depth chart. Uh, We were asked who has more talent, Jermaine Grace as a freshman or Zach McLeod as a freshman. Uh, I'm going to go out on the limb right now, and I'm going to say Zach McLeod. I I really believe – that McLeod is going to be an exceptional football player here at Miami. And, uh, you know, it'll be interesting to see how that works out. But uh, I really do have high hopes for Zach McLeod. So uh, right now I'll say McLeod, even though Grace has played a lot of football. Um, What was the feeling of the players after the news last weekend? I would say resilient, as you would expect them to be. But I think they're upset. You know, I think they understand that that this has compromised their season a little bit, and it's going to make it a lot tougher uh, to lose those two players. Uh, but you know, kids, kids are resilient, and I think the, these guys are looking to you know see some of their teammates step up and um, and 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 rise to the occasion. Uh, would the outcome have been different if Coach Mark Richt was in charge of the situation? Um, I would say that question is irrelevant. Um, You don't want coaches in charge of these type of NCAA issues for that reason. Um, And even Rick himself said that the guy making the call deals with NCAA issues for a living, and you have to trust his opinion um, on the matter. Um, Question about um, Malik Mayweather. Who is he? Uh, He's a walk-on A tiny receiver. I mean, he's maybe like 5'6", 5'7". Sam Bruce is bigger than he is, let's put it that way. Uh, Doesn't have a ton of speed. Right now, they got him on the depth chart at second team. Um, Maybe he'll get in the game a little bit, but uh, I wouldn't expect uh, a massive contribution from Malik, but he's done a great job getting to the point um, where he is on the depth chart. What players are we going to be talking about at the end of the season as someone who will be leading the team into 2017. Um, I just mentioned McLeod. I'll throw him out there. I'll throw Shaq Quarterman out there, and, uh, another linebacker that I think is going to be great. And on the offensive side of the ball, I'm going to throw Amon Richards out there, a kid that I just think is the great. I mean, just a super kid, uh, wonderful attitude, has great athletic ability, and, and I think he's going to have a just a really rock-solid career at Miami. Uh, so I'll, I'll, I'll throw his name into the hat there um for that um with the loss of grace aqm and young uh is that going to change the way mark rick manages the speed at which the offense operates um you know i don't think they're resigned to being terrible on defense at this point you know the season hasn't even started yet um i don't think that uh that they're that they're at that stage where they're looking to cover up for their defense. I think it's going to depend how the defense does. Um, You know, coaches just don't think like that before playing a game. If it turns out that way and the defense is challenged, then I think that the pace that the offense plays at would depend on the opponent week to week and and, and what the best game plan uh, would likely be to get out of that ball game. Uh, Another question uh, asked a comment on the backup quarterback situation Um, I was, I'll say that right now, Malik Rozier is clearly the number two. And really, if you base it, uh, if you look at his experience and the reps that he got in practice last year, that's probably the way it should be. He should have risen to be the number two guy. Uh, it took him until this fall to figure out what Mark Rick was looking for and, and change his style of play. I mean, Malik Rozier had to had conform to what Mark Rick wanted him to do to secure that number two spot. He's done that here in the last couple of weeks of fall camp, and that's why he's number two on the depth chart right now. Uh, Evan Sharef's a young guy that I like a lot, hurt his hand, and that kind of set him back. Uh, so right now he's battling – um, Vincent Testaverde for the number three position on the depth chart. And I do think Evan Charest will eventually, um, secure that. Um, I, I really like, um, the, his prospects as he continues to develop and get bigger and stronger. How big of a drop off is there from Brad Kaya to all of the rest? Um, Without question, there's a huge drop-off. Brad Kaya is one of the elite quarterbacks in the country now and has totally distanced himself from every other player on the roster at the quarterback position. How about Jack Allison, the true freshman? Is he making any progress? Um, right now I'm assuming they're going to end up redshirting him, which makes 100% total sense. He's doing fine for a freshman, um, nowhere close to ready to play. Uh, Who's going to be in the nickel package? Um, I think Manny Diaz has some options here. I I think when you look at Colbert and the way he's developed on the outside – um, in his competition with Sheldrick Redwine, Red I think there's going to be times when they can consider putting Corn Elder in the slot and having Redwine and Colbert on the outsides. Quan Johnson is another possibility. Um, Manny Diaz is going to have to make a decision whether he's better than Redwine in-, in terms of who he wants on the, f- on the field. And a young guy that I think is going to keep coming, who I really like, is Malik Young, the true freshman. You could see him grow into a role as time progresses over the season. Um, players say that Ryan Mays is also making improvement, but I'm not sure he factors into the same degree as the guys that I just mentioned, uh, there, um, let's see, do we believe in Manny Diaz? Um, I would say that Manny Diaz is a seasoned football coach. I, I, I believe this is his 18th year or something coaching defense. Um, he should be equipped right now to be at his best. Obviously, losing you know, three players that would have been in the rotation uh, has not helped the cause at all. But, um, you know, I think Manny Diaz right now is positioned to give you the best he has to offer uh, in his coaching career. All right, that pretty much covers all the questions that were submitted. Now let's go to the last phone call of the night. Let's go out to the 305 where you are live on Kane Sport Live. Wow, I can't believe I'm the last call of the night.
4: That's pretty cool. You are the last
1: one of the night. Who's this?
4: That's, uh uh Ceno three oh five.
1: Hey, what's up, Ceno? How you doing this evening? What's up,
4: man? I'm great, bro. I'm great. Um, so okay, I, I know everybody's been talking about the uh the guys that are kicked off. Um so that's actually what I was gonna talk about, but now that I'm the last caller, it kind of changes the whole thing. I guess uh you you've given us your, your expectations to uh to do a Get about eight wins now after losing those guys.
1: Well, no, um, I, I, I I said I think the bar. I haven't made my prediction yet. I'm going to do that Thursday. I'm still thinking about it, but um, okay. I think the bar okay. that defines success or failure is still nine wins, as it as it as it always should be at Miami.
4: Okay, fair enough, but and, realistically, you know, it doesn't mean
1: you're not going to obviously fire Mark Richt if he only wins seven or eight. I mean, he's no, no. he's playing with the hand he was dealt. Margaret, but, you yeah, know, Margaret I don't, I don't think anybody him. out here is going to call a seven-win season a, a success. Yeah.
4: yeah, you can't really judge. You cannot judge him, obviously, from this year. But oh. uh, you know, I personally am tired of losing to FSU. I'm sure everyone, every other fan is too. I thought with the depth, with a potential impact player like uh, Muhammad has been in the entire training camp, You know, the talk about him from the coaches to the fans to the videos uh, to Grace and his speed, I I really thought with those guys, and even Young, because Young had, you know, we needed the depth with a 250-pound linebacker like that that can play and move. Um, I thought that we had a shot, you know, at FSU this year finally. But honestly, and and people are trying to downplay the loss. You cannot downplay the loss. You can say, well, McLeod can be better than Grace, blah, blah, blah. But you know what? If he was, he would have been starting. And he wasn't. So, Grace was starting. Grace is a leading tackler. Muhammad is a leading sack guy. Yeah, sure. They're, they're not considered. You know, they're not considered some of the best in the country. But who is on our team right now? And those were our best players. I think the impact is huge. I think it's it's completely season changing type of impact with those three guys. Oh, it on. might be.
1: Yeah, yeah. they, they got I mean, to it, they gotta it, try to keep it from being that, but it could end up being that. Yeah, I mean no matter what we do. I know, again, I, we talked about guys. this at the beginning of the show C note. Uh, I'm not ready to proclaim those guys the best players on the team. I mean, they you, you know, AQM has been nothing but a train wreck since he showed up in South Florida. And yeah, but he
4: hasn't, you know, been a train wreck on the field. I mean, on the field he's been he's been our most productive. Sure, not been the most okay. In the country, he's been, he's he's been
1: okay. Okay, he's just okay. He hasn't been great. Okay, but
4: who's been better than him? Nobody.
1: Well, I, that I agree with, but, but that doesn't mean he's been great.
4: No, I, I mean, I get that. But, you, again, you're talking about our two most productive, factually most productive players, you know what I mean, who yeah. have the
1: potential. Most no doubt, no doubt.
4: You know, so, I mean, it's huge. It's huge. And, and I even thought Young was huge. Losing Young, I thought, was a big one in, in the linebacker spot. But regardless of all that, I mean, again, they were going to take another ride uh, with, you know, with the sin, the, the, the you know, with our lack of depth. And with our, you know, youth again, um, hopefully this time uh, it can be different because we actually have a real coaching staff that can actually, hopefully, recruit and develop. That's going to be the difference—the recruiting. Um, but you know, Miami, you know, I mean, I'm honestly concerned about. I think I think Mark Richt has a, a very uphill battle, not just uh, you know this year, but in general. It seems like a lot of things are working against him being successful here. And when I mean successful, I mean the kind of success that we know, five national championships, you know what I mean? Yeah,
1: but I'll, I'll, but I'll tell you, man, he, he's not sitting there licking wounds. I mean, he still has a smile on his face, and and yeah, you know, well, I, don't listen, think I don't think he's waving any white flags, let's put it that he's way. He's
4: not waving any white flags, but looking at it objectively, this guy, between our administration, okay, which is questionable, all right, in terms of knowing how to build a uh, a – you know, a powerhouse type of team in today's college football. It's not like it used to be. And the recruiting landscape with the type of stuff that's happening nowadays and we can't really battle with, you know, the Alabamas and, uh, you know, every other powerhouse team that, that are really doing things differently than, than what we can get away with. From both of those angles, you know, he's going to have a much harder time than I, think, than I anticipated. I thought he was going to be able to come in here. At least it's hard enough to build a powerhouse team when you're on a level playing field. Right. But now when you, when Mm -hmm. you're battling all these other things, it makes it, it makes it, you know, it's like I said, it's an uphill battle for him to, to bring Miami back. So that's, that's what's really concerning me because I was very excited when we hired him and, you know, right up until last week I was pumped, but watching us get, you know, just kind of kick ourselves like that. uh, It just doesn't make sense, man. It's just too much. You know, I think it's just too much. And Again, you know, uh, hopefully the recruiting—that's that's our only—that's our only uh, hope, you know, is if he can really recruit the kind of guy well.
1: I will tell you this: on Thursday night, he's going to be out in the in the parks in in, in South amazing. Broward, you know, go on to see the little kids. And on Saturday, very prominent on his agenda at the stadium is going to be mingling with the recruits. So he understands the importance of recruiting. Trust me.
4: Yeah, no, he's good. He's great at that, and I think we we have a we really have a chance. But I mean, if this guy can't get it done with you know a, a first class staff, if he can't get the recruits in, we're going to be in some trouble. You know, the administration is going yeah, to. I agree. But with I think
1: him. he's getting a he's getting a lot of them. He's not getting them all yet, but he's getting a lot of them. All right, so my man. I'm right well, looking forward to it. They're doing the right thing. Yeah. All right, Cino. So, you know, thanks for taking
4: us on. Gary, home one, and, uh, one quick question. Gary, one quick question. Yes. Yeah. Okay, one quick question. I, I just read that um, Grace is uh, Jermaine Grace is getting a lawyer and trying to trying to you know appeal. Do you think there's any chance that he can get his his you know his story turned around and, and get back on the field?
1: I don't think I don't think so. I you know, I don't never say never. Uh, it looked it looked pretty definitive to me, you know. But you know, it's not. I don't know what new information might come to the forefront. Um, somebody had mentioned a few minutes ago, maybe he'll try to get reinstated for next year. I mean, I don't know. I don't know how that would work, but uh, you know, maybe he could do, maybe, maybe that, that that's something that could be worked out where he sits out, out a year, goes to school and comes back a year from now. You know, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if that's even a possibility. We'll see.
4: All right. I appreciate it, Gary. Thank you very much.
1: All right. You know, Thank you. All right. I want to thank everybody for participating tonight. Great show. Everybody kept their calls tight. we got a ton of guys on. Um, I want to thank FanDuel.com and Harry's Razors, Harry's.com, for sponsoring tonight's show. I encourage you guys to take advantage of those special offers that they've created for you. You use the coupon code CANES, C-A-N-E-S, at Harry's, and um, they will give you, uh, what was it, $5 off your $15 starter kit, which lets you try their products, so for 10 bucks. You can get their razor and uh, a few blades and 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 uh, some shaving cream. That shaving cream that smells so good and try it out, see what you think. And then FanDuel.com. Um, Same, uh, use the coupon code Cane uh, there, and they'll um, they'll give you five free entries to beginner contests uh, if, if you know when you sign up and, and use the code name KANE. And uh, the KANE Sport League will start in a week at FanDuel.com. Forward slash Kane. So you guys that are already registered on FanDuel uh, can go check that out, fanduel.com forward slash Kane. Uh, it's already up there on their website. So we'll see everybody, I guess, Saturday night, six o'clock, Hard Rock Stadium. I was out there yesterday. Uh, great facility, a uh, real special place. You guys are going to love Go On there to see the game and wait till you see those. The video boards are absolutely amazing, and uh, you're going to really enjoy the game experience uh, at a whole nother level uh, beginning Saturday night at 6. And then we'll reconvene here uh, next Tuesday night at 8 to talk about the opener, uh, look ahead to the FAU game, and uh, God knows what else can pop up between now and then um, as we found out this past week. So with that, I'll say goodnight, everybody.